Bouncing souls are cheap. El Generico could come back. <sighs> I bet you he leaves the moment his contract's up. Wouldn't you? Why would you stay? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Settle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. What was with the intro there? What was with the tone of voice? I don't know. I don't <laughs> like your tone. <laughs> I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Bob the dog. Say hi, Bob the dog. Hello. Henry Cavill enthusiast, Bob the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time he pops up on the screen, he's like, holy shit. <gasps> Is Look that, at those shoulders. Is that him? Those traps. <laughs> those abs. Eric, you say hi to the people. Yo. I've got so much. Where do you guys want to start? I would like to start with some exciting news. Oh, yeah? Yes. Is this related to running? <laughs> no. Hmm. I'm shocked. Hurtful. I, I feel targeted <laughs> there. Because um, I legitimately thought it was going to be about running. <laughs> I'll get the pop out of the way real quick. <laughs> weren't you happy, Erica? Or maybe you weren't. Huh? I don't know. I guess it depends on how Post-marathon? much you enjoy. No, because enjoy I fucking the... knew that we had like more shit coming down the pipe. So No, I, I was more curious if you were happy that the bad knee didn't give out. I mean, that would have been a lot of work for me. That's so true. I would like the bad knee to, to hold, hold for as long as possible. No, my good news. Like the Spartans at Thermopylae, hold for as long as you can. My good news is that Erica and I have joined an exclusive club. We are now owners of Portillo's. What percentage? I don't know. Yeah, how many shares? Would you buy like two shares? Five shares. Oh, Five total shares. Wow. You can get into the meeting now. <laughs> Alex, I can retire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I went. I was in wherever the fuck today, and I was at a Portillo's. This Portillo's, Bob, may be worse run than the one that's on uh, Butterfield over there. You know how I always tell you stay away from that one? Yeah. Because it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. This one's even worse. They have people out there who take Which your orders. Which one were you at? Like Willowbrook or something. Oh, okay. I think. So they have people out there who take your orders, right? Oh, I know which one you're talking about. But there's no one there to bring the orders out. So you only get the order when you actually pull up to the window in order. Oh, that's no good. And they don't park people. So I pulled up, and no joke, Erica. How long? There were 50 cars in line. Did you wait? One line, single file, I did not. Smart man. That had to be a minimum of a half hour wait. And here's the thing. I like Portillo's. It's not worth it. I'm not waiting a half an hour. It's just not going to happen. See, I don't I don't need Portillo's to be good anymore. What I need is for it to make money. It's for it to make money. <laughs> Get that stock price up, Alex. How much was the stock when you bought it? I don't know, like 40 bucks. Total, not a share. No, a share. It's 40 bucks a share? Yes. 
I mean, it's probably going to go up. You would think. Don't don't squinty eye America. <laughs> That's not right. Come on. No, I'm I'm just. I well, uh, hey, this one is a hey, this one is theoretically going to for, make us money. For the, <laughs> <laughs> it's for the family. Oh, wait, Erica. We're, it's an investment. It's a gift. A gift <laughs> for the family. Yeah, we'll see. How's that Panera stock doing? Don't like okay. So I used to work at Panera like a hajillion years ago. Uh-huh. Um, you can field that. I'm not bothering with that. Um, uh, uh used to work at Panera a hajillion years ago, and I I participated in the the stock buying program where like a little bit of your paycheck every uh, two weeks would go to buying some stock. So with this stock, I was able to eventually put a down payment on the condo that I bought uh, when I first, uh, uh, when I bought my first place. Uh, My mother, this is probably like 15 years ago at this point, still looks at the Panera stock. She doesn't own any. It's because we used to own it. And she's got to tell me every time she looks at it, you know how much the Panera stock is worth now? And I'm like, I don't care. I don't fucking have any. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. I mean, that's the stock market. Sometimes you get fucked. Sometimes you do the fucking. Sometimes you got out when you made a nice little profit. Sometimes you're filthy rich. And here's the thing. I did well. I did pretty well with it. I was able, like I said, to help with the down payment on my house. So it's, it's you know, you got being your a good joy thing, out of it. But it's gone. It's gone. We don't have it anymore. Haven't had it for a long time. But the... Have you seen it lately, though? No, I don't have any stock, so I don't look at it because I don't care. You know what that would like eat into my precious fic reading time, Mm. and there are only so many hours in the day, Bob. True. So stock market like an adult, fan fiction like a thirteen-year-old girl. I'm gonna go fan fiction every time. Now, see, Alex, fan fiction. Oh, don't open this door. Do we want to open the can of worms? Why? Why would you open this door? So for I a while have, there, Alex. I'm sorry, Erica. Yes. Let me cut you off. Yes, my darling. I have listened to you, Bob, talk about <laughs> inane horseshit, like moving your legs together at the same time for at <laughs> for least... For which he wanted a coach for. <laughs> half my life. Wanted. 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 Wants. <laughs> for at least half my life. If Erica would like to talk about fan fiction that she already knows I don't care about, she's more than welcome to. I'll sit here and pretend to listen. Do you remember when I interviewed you for like 45 minutes about your trip to Alaska? Did you think I cared? No. I did it anyway. being a good friend. Yeah. Someone has to be good at this. It may as well be me. <laughs> Please, Erica. Oh, no. I'm just reading a lot of Witcher fic right now. It's okay. In anticipation of season two. Is there a lot of Pacific Rim fan fiction? I've been through all of the Pacific Rim fan There's fiction. There's none Alex. left. There's none left. I've read it all. The unfortunate thing about, you know, this is anything, like the, the interest wanes, right? Mm-hmm. And the longer you hang around, like when the movie, when Pacific Rim first came out, and I didn't get into that fandom until fairly we had always liked the movie but then it was like some time later where um i actually realized that you've met sass a few times sure delightful love her uh she also is she's a, one of my favorite people she's great she's one I of my favorite can't people remember too. what she looks like uh 
she uh, uh, is also a connoisseur of, of the fan fictions, and we found out that she's also a fan of uh, the Pacific Rim fan fiction, so we were bonding over that a few years ago. But um, it's like with anything. If there isn't a new thing, and they never really, at least with, I mean, they made a bad faith attempt at a, a franchise with that. Well, they made that sequel, but I never watched it. It wasn't supposed to be any good, right? It's dog shit. It's it's bad. So bad, Alex. Like there was, we watched it because we did. Uh, because of course, well, we you were had. Going, to. We were going to. It just was going to happen. You had to watch it after the way you've professed your love for half your life about I couldn't Pacific not. Rim. You Even though to. I had been told multiple times, do not watch it. It is terrible. <laughs> but of course, you say something. It's not. It's funny because somebody will be like, "Oh, you know that show? That new show?" You'd really like that. You should watch it. And I'm like, fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. This is terrible. You shouldn't watch this at all. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch it tonight. Put that one away in the back of my mind. And <laughs> there's something. Use it when I need to. There's something hey, broken. Hey, you in know what, Erica? Back yes. for Blood fucking sucks. <laughs> it's I, really bad. I will say it now here so that our, our dear, dear listener, Mr. Cavill, will hear me, even though he's more of a PC master race kind of person, doesn't sure. really care about the consoles. Sure. I will jump on this weekend. We will pay, but we will play Back for Blood together. Black for Blood. Black for Blood. So that then we can talk about it the next time we podcast. Okay, wonderful. Because I have missed the shooting of zombies in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the uh, Left for Dead games were big sources of stress relief for me back in the day. Well, I, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but I'm very annoyed that there wasn't more noise made about this World War Z game because I played that recently as well, and that game's very fun. And Yeah, you didn't hear. And uh, I, I heard from you. I didn't I hear. I had no idea until recently, like a couple months ago, and it, that game's been out forever. And it's sort of a good thing because I ended up getting to play the Series X version of it, which runs at a higher frame rate and higher resolution. So I ended up getting to play a better version of the game than Mm -hmm. I would have been playing. Nice. But it's still like, man, there's a lot of times where it's like, oh, what should we play? What do we want to do? And here's a game where you can just shoot a thousand zombies as they pour over a mountain. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, I just want to shoot some zombies. really all you need. But so... Fic related to like stuff coming out, so there, there's like no Pacific Rim fan fiction anymore. At least not the stuff that I want to read. And once you get through all the regular fan fiction, then it's like, oh, do I read the erotica or do I move on to? Is something there really else? a distinction? Oh, sweetheart, you <laughs> sweet summer child. <laughs> there's no distinction between the two. See, what's nice is you get to a point in the story where it's like, okay, we've resolved everything, and then there's usually like a break, and then they get to the fucking, and you could just leave at that yeah. point. Because it's like I don't need to read this. Like that's that's nice that you oh. feel you need to include this in here. I I don't I don't really need this. Thank you. Maybe I'll come back later. But for right now, I'm good. You're like maybe one day I would like the description of Charlie Hunnam's character's cock. I mean I don't know. What's the character's name? That's Raleigh, right? I don't know. Oh, we, you we... tell me. How would you not know? <laughs> don't act like you don't know. Here's the thing. I Alex. don't know. I've watched the movie one Here's time. Here's the thing, dear. I can't the, remember the, the relevance names. of uh, Raleigh and Mako. They're nice. They're great and all. Oh, they're gone. My they're my again. interest lies in the uh, uh, Burn Gorman and Charlie Day scientists. Thank well, you very that, much. And that Mako character, that was when Hollywood was doing a lot of the let's shoehorn, let's shoehorn a random Chinese person into a movie so we can advertise the crap out of it in China. Well, that I would say was more with the sequel. 
even though they end up killing her off halfway through and it's infuriating. She's actually a pretty good character in the first movie. We don't have to go through and discuss Pacific Rim. We've done it at length in other places. But, I mean, they, they kind of tried to do the franchise thing with that. The second movie is terrible. I did watch the Netflix series in hopes that there'd be something. It's kind of dog shit. And it's just kind of like that there, there, there isn't much. I've come to the conclusion on anything Netflix, Netflix related, especially when they pick up some IP mm-hmm. and they just make some random animated shit. It's almost always bad. And you should just go in with the expectation that it's going to be bad. And if it's good, be happy that it's good. A happy surprise, for sure. I did not go in thinking, because it's like, none of the characters that I came to this party with are here. This is new shit that I don't care about. And you're pulling from other things that are better. When it's like, you had, in that first movie, say what you want about it, you had enough there, I feel, that you could have made... A viable franchise. There was stuff there. Or at that, least one more good movie. At least one more good movie. There was you could have done something else and not fail in such a spectacular way, which they did. And then Netflix randomly picks up the IP and it's like, okay, maybe maybe we can make something interesting with this. And they did not at all. And it was very disappointing. Mom pop. But it's like I, I don't understand who they're trying to appeal to with that because it's like there are. There are people out there, and not a lot of people, who would still watch something relating back to that first and second movie. You know what was weird? I was thinking about this recently. I finally got around to watching that Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mm. And that was one where I didn't understand what the target audience was because... When Sonic was a really big, popular character, not that there isn't still, there's still Sonic games, but not the I find the that 90s. no one really cares about them. When Sonic 1, 2, and 3 came out, and it was like a really huge franchise, and Sonic and Knuckles and all those games, when those mm-hmm. were all coming out like for the Sega Genesis, you know, that was how long ago? 20 Early years 90s, ago yeah, or something long ass time ago you know yeah maybe even longer than that yeah you're right probably probably closer to 30 years ago 91 92 um, right in there so then you come out with a movie today that's really a children's movie i mean you can watch it as an adult and it's not like painful or anything it's fine i thought it was better that it had any right being. We didn't end up doing a podcast about it. I don't remember. I think it was because we had the baby and it was just sort of, we watched it one night and then we were exhausted because it was nine and it was like, okay, well, we have to go to bed. Well, what are you going to talk about with it too? I mean. It's one of those things where it's like, it, for the podcast, if something is bad. That's easy. It, it's e- very easy. If it's good and it's something you, sometimes if it's something you really enjoyed, I mean, we've railed for hours about certain movies, but if it's just kind of middling, there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. And that one, I, I enjoyed it more than I had. I thought it was better than it had any right to be. I thought Jim Carrey was a fucking delight in it. He was having fun. Um, I I was annoyed with like all of the like references to stuff that Sonic was making. That it's like, but you have only been here for like a month. Well, but they were no. He had been there longer than that, and but he's he like was, referencing like ZZ Top and shit. I don't know. I was annoyed by but, that. But his like whole thing was he was very into that stuff, and he had a lot of time because he was a hermit who 
sure. couldn't make he wouldn't make wasn't making friends with anyone because sure. he was hiding. So sure. that didn't that part didn't bother me. I just felt it was a strange movie because it's a children's movie essentially, but you're the people who know of Sonic the Hedgehog are actually 35. Well, I think the hope is that the 35-year-olds now Take have children. Kids. Right. Hook the kids now. And then you just don't have any games, so what does it matter? When I think they're making, they're making a, a sequel. sequel yeah, right? Tails shows up at the end. That's right, that's right. And then that's going to open the new floodgates because that made, I think that made some money. But that was like right as the pandemic was hitting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I wonder if, yeah, maybe. Or maybe just before. Maybe before it. Yeah, I wonder if every movie it'll be like, okay, here's one more character. You know, that'll be Knuckles, and then it'll be the pink <laughs> oh, Sonic one. Oh, no, 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 what friend. Was her name? Knuckles is in the sequel. Would you like to know who's voicing him? Who? Take a guess. He's in Pacific Rim. Idris Elba? Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I don't remember who. I think it might have been Jack sent it to me, and I was like, or you did. And it was like, yeah, what? Whatever. Like, I mean, sure, but what? All right. I mean, he's, you know, he's 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 having his time. This what? it's no, it's not weirder than Chris Pratt voicing Mario in a fucking Super no. Mario movie. Okay, okay, that's just just come on. Like I, I don't. That's weird. I don't. I don't care too much about that. Like, y- you know, like Chris Pat's really religious. Um, yeah, fuck him. I, I that I don't really care about so much. What? But it just doesn't fit. Like, Danny DeVito is still alive. It's Mario, and it's an animated movie. Just have the voice actor for Mario voice. There's, him. there's also that. Like, you've got a guy. You've had a guy. On retainer for like, what since Mario sixty four came out? Like it's a me Mario. Yeah, you know, whatever. I just get the guy. I don't need Star Lord talking out of Mario's face. However, I am here for the casting of Luigi, just for the memes that have come out of it. It's brightened my days. Though that's okay. gonna be like, I'm sorry. What? What are we doing? Why are we doing this? What is the point of this? Now, speaking of very strange casting. The trailer for the Uncharted movie came <laughs> out yesterday. And now, have you played any of the Uncharted games, Erica? I have played maybe 15 minutes of the first one. Okay, and Bob, you've played one and two at I've, least? I've played half of one, two, and three. Okay. Here's the thing. You can't and have I a baby under- cast in the lead role. I understand that this Uncharted movie is supposed to be a prequel to the games. But one, it's not really because just from stuff they were showing in the trailer, to me, it looks like they really took three and four and mashed them together. So it's not actually really a prequel. (laughs) And two, Tom Holland, as this character, it does not fit. He looks like a baby. I like... Tom Holland is Spider-Man. I think he does a great job. And it, that's the perfect cast. And that's the type of role for me that makes sense because to me, Spider-Man generally, especially when you do his origin story, is like a high schooler. He's right? young. He's supposed to be young. And so casting, and this is not, his actual age is not relevant. I don't even know what it is. Is he like 22 or 23 or We're something like that? He's very young. But his actual age is not relevant. He looks like a child. 
And they show some clip in the trailer where he's tending bar. And let me tell you something. If I walked into anywhere. He's and, 25. And okay, he looks like he's 16, which good for him. I mean, that's great for him. He when looks he's, like when a he's baby. 40, he's going to look 25. He's got the Kota Ibushi anti-aging. <laughs> but the thing is, if I walked into a bar and Tom Holland was serving drinks, I would assume something illegal was going on <laughs> and call the police. Yes. Well, are you are you okay? <laughs> are they are they holding you here against your will? The other the other problem, not only does he have a baby face, but he he just doesn't have enough musculature for the role well and it's he doesn't it's it's it, like a indiana jones kind of thing i don't think of tom holland and think of like cocksure and like that guy well and that's the other thing because we've seen four games of this to me nathan drake is a very like i don't know how to describe him but he has a certain way about him he's an established he's, character He's a little cocky. He has he likes to quip. He likes to talk shit a little bit. He's always lying his ass off to get out of situations. It's a very particular character. To me, the casting that would have made sense that I don't know what the fuck's going on because he can't be that busy is Nathan Fillion. What did I say I mean, the other day? I said the same thing the other it, day. To me, Nathan Fillion was like born to play. But Nathan, Nathan Fillion Drake. isn't a movie star. I know, but I don't think Tom Holland is yet either when he's not being carried by Spider-Man, the most popular superhero. I agree with you completely. And I also and don't by think... the way, I don't think the studios have that much faith in this movie either because it's coming out in February. Does okay? that matter anymore, though? I think it does. Maybe a little bit, but I don't know that it matters as much as it used to. It is a video game movie, though, and those are dicey. I'm just saying, to me, when you watch that trailer... That's a movie that's meant to be a June, July, summer blockbuster release. Like a big fucking thing. The fact that they're putting it out in February, bad sign. Not not speaking well to the faith they have in it. Yeah, that's that's fair. And it'll probably do well because all movies are doing well right now because people are looking for any excuse to go out. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's doing well. Shit that has no... Shit that makes no sense is breaking records and stuff. So, but I, I are you are you referring to Venom? Let there be carnage. Venom. When that Godzilla movie came out, like did it? Did a Godzilla movie ever do any numbers like that before? Like it would. It did crazy good. Because that was like right when people were starting to get vaccinated, yeah. wasn't it? And mm-hmm. people just wanted to go back to the movies. Now and and to me, this is like you know how every time. Someone gets cast for a female action role like Wonder Woman. People go, can we hire someone who looks the part a little bit? Like, you know, nothing against Gal Gadot, but she's a tall, skinny model. Like, you want someone who looks like they could actually beat some ass. And, you know, before she went off the deep end, like Gina Carano, it's like, even though her acting was bad, she looked the part. Right. And what about Nia Jax? Yeah. And by the way, not being a great actor hasn't stopped Gal Gadot either. I mean, she's nothing special in those Wonder Woman No, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter if you're a bad actor yeah. or not. It's um, a superhero movie. It really, it doesn't, it genuinely does not matter. But, you know, that's kind of like, people always bring this up, right? Like, it's like for the latest Tomb Raider when they had uh, Alicia Vikander or whatever her name is. From the, what was the one movie, the robot movie? Uh, Chappie. 
That's not the one. Damn it, look it up. Oh, oh. X, uh, X, uh, X Machina. Yes. She's short. <laughs> she looks frail. She Even in the Tomb Raider stuff that she apparently put on muscle for, she looks like she's maybe, maybe 90 pounds. Well, and like, beefy ladies can be sexy too. Like... But I, my point Wait, all, everyone people, doesn't have to be a waif. People always do this for when women get cast in certain roles, and it's often viewed viewed as like you know sexist or misogynistic or whatever. But that is the problem I have with this Tom Holland casting. He just doesn't fit the role He's from a, any standpoint. I, the I, stature, I right? The look, any of it. And Nathan Drake isn't some big hulking beast, but he looks like he could take care of himself. Should have been Nathan Fillion. It should have been Nathan Fillion. And you could have got him for cheaper. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he's older, but who cares? It doesn't matter. And well, then, and then, more egregious. Mark Wahlberg is Sully. That was weird, too. Fuck that. Oh, and like, I don't... Bruce Campbell is alive. Damn it. It's so... The casting on this movie was very strange. Very strange. But it's like, because you can't... There aren't really... Like, remember, like, when we were upstairs and we were talking about, like, 80s movies, 80s action movies. Like, you could have, like, character actors in there. Like, Jesse the Body Ventura is not an attractive man, but he was allowed to be in a movie (laughs) and, like, be prominent in the film. Yeah, he's there to get killed. Right, exactly. Like, you can be, like, the the side character. You can can cast a, a character actor who doesn't have to be, like, and I don't think Mark Wahlberg is bonkers gorgeous, but doesn't have to be bonkers gorgeous like just cast a dude what happened to dudes can't dudes just be in movies anymore no one's going to the uncharted movie to see mark Wahlberg. like no one maybe his immediate family (laughs) like no one else cares if it's mark Wahlberg in that movie or anybody else do you care if it's who like well, and if you're the studio and you're not, you're kind of iffy on it anyway, don't you kind of want to keep costs down? Mark Wahlberg can't be cheap. I wouldn't think so. Tom Holland can't be cheap. And and then some of the other roles, I mean, they, you know, I can't remember all the characters' names, but from Uncharted 4, it was clearly Nadine, and they cast someone I've never seen before for that, so that probably kept costs down like you're talking about. And then from, they also had the one of his, like, it looked like one of his kind of love interests from the earlier games, like from one. I can't remember her name either. But so they they mashed all the characters from four games into one movie, and they cast a bunch of unknowns. Ooh, except Antonio for, Banderas is going to be Antonio in Banderas is in it. Oh yeah. baby, are times that hard? <laughs> it just who knows. But I always say if the trailer looks bad, the movie's in trouble, mm-hmm. and that trailer was no good. No. Well, because we've established you can make a good trailer out of dog shit. Dog shit. I think I could go film my backyard for two weeks, and I could send it off to the people that make movie trailers, and they'd find a way. You put a little Hans Zimmer music underneath there, you'll be all good. Uh, I remember when every trailer had that it remember still does, when actually. every trailer still has that like oh guys there's different noises we can do a different noise there's like a few trailer go-tos now there's the there's the burn there's playing 10 seconds of the trailer before the trailer 
oh, this is a new thing that drives me nuts. I, I saw that again today on something, and I'm like, why? What What is... Or they're doing why, like for that, that new Matrix movie. They did like a teaser trailer for the trailer. I'm like, I can't with this, guys. I think I think I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. You've ruined film for me forever. Thanks. What are the other trailer isms? Get hyped for the trailer. No. Like I don't I don't have the energy anymore. Yeah, I'm not thrilled for the Matrix either. That trailer looked that didn't look good. Well, because it's just kind of like why do we have to do this again we you did know, this already some movies don't need a sequel and let me tell you a game that i feel even though i enjoyed the sequel quite a bit i just finished it last night but it absolutely did not need a sequel was the last of us i have still not played the second last of us because i was like the first movie was the first one first game. movie excuse me the first game was kind of perfect now you both played the first game right yes the first game is excellent mm-hmm. the second game is also excellent my general thing was you know at the end of it i did i took my time i found i thought i found everything but apparently i still missed quite a bit somehow because i was checking every corner and drawer and everything but um i was like 23 hours it was a little long for my taste for what it was and also i i just didn't feel like the last of us one needed a sequel where they ended it was perfect i I, we were talked about it when we finished the game we were just kind of like we know this is going to be a franchise because everything has to be this should just be a standalone thing never touch it again like you want to do the hbo miniseries with pedro pascal Sure, I'll watch it. Yeah, fine, but like, we didn't, we didn't need anything else. I I wish like you guys should play it like either like switch off or one watches the other or something. You should play it or maybe look up a video on YouTube where they just like mash the story together into one long video or something because that happens with like every game. But, oh yeah, that's not a hard thing to find. No, but either way, I'd love to be able to discuss it with you because it is a very interesting story, but I can't say anything about it. I won't. I Like it's spoiler city from beginning to end. I know what ultimately happens. I don't know how we get there because I exist as a person on the internet. I'm also a Critical Role fan and uh, uh, Laura, Bailey. Laura Bailey was uh, a character in that game and... Mm-hmm. The amount of hate and vitriol she got regarding said ending was kind of disgusting. Well, I don't think it was the yeah. I don't think it was the ending. I think I don't see, know. If, I can't. I, can't I don't talk know if that about happens it. at the end. Yeah, I can't talk about it because there's so many things that happen throughout the game. But well, and it's a new ish. What the last couple years? When did that come out? Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Less than a year, I would say. Yeah. So I mean, you don't want to be coming in and like. I mean, two people listen I to mean, this. I mean, I somehow managed to avoid the story I of Bioshock. I, I avoided spoilers. Man, wouldn't you love to be able to go back Play and be Bioshock able to again? experience Bioshock again for the first time? I mean, I had it spoiled for me because people suck, but... <laughs> Who? It was somebody I worked with at Panera. Are, are you just you doing that fun, to Bob? be obnoxious to Don? <laughs> Or excuse me, why are you being obnoxious to Henry, our sole listener? Uh, we haven't talked about computers about at all. Apologize, please. I'm sorry, Henry. Thank when, you. When they spoiled it for you, you should have killed them. 
Well, it was before I had a 360, and I didn't know that I would ever be able to get one. And then, I, I don't remember, like... The first two games, I got my... I think I got a used 360. And then I was like, okay, what were the two games that I really wanted? I wanted Mass Effect, and I wanted Bioshock. So I got both of those, and then I was playing through it, and I was like, wow, that was a really fucking big spoiler, ass face. Thanks, that, that's great. And at that point, that person was no longer in my life. Here's what you guys should Alex, do. I would love to be able to go back and experience that fresh... Here's here's what you guys should do, okay? You come down here to your cool basement. This is much cooler. I mean, it's, it's very, really it's hot very nice. It's very nice. And one of you plays The Last of Us Two while the other one watches and plays with Izzy. And then every once in a while, if you want, you switch off or whatever. And you know, maybe you do that for an hour each day. And then at the you know once end of you, the month, <laughs> you you know you. Ten years later, when you get through it, we can finally discuss it. Because there is a lot to discuss, and I would love to discuss it before I forget the whole fucking thing. Well, next time you come over, bring the PS5. You have a PS4. It's a PS4 game. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better on the PS5? Yeah, but you have a PS4. (laughs) I will bring you the PS5 if you're going to play it in less than a month. You cannot keep the PS5 forever. And it's the thing I don't know that I can guarantee I can get through something in a month anymore. You, I guarantee, no, but you will either get through it in like three days. I mean, that's fair. Or like it just Here's the thing happen. though. Here's the thing. Like TV, I don't, and there's certain stuff I won't watch with the baby. Like I'm not throwing on fucking It's Always Sunny or like The Witcher when the baby's awake because it's like she doesn't need to be exposed to this shit yet. Great British Bake Off, completely different story. Um, But I I won't play, you can't play a video game if you're sitting down with the kid. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. One of you would have to entertain her. And and by the way, it's the same thing for Horizon 2 when that comes out. You don't get to keep the PS5 for six months. I mean, you I gotta don't... play. You gotta play the game in a reasonable amount of time. No, nearby. see what happened with that. He finished that in like a weekend. I know he did. Remember, and he like, so I know he's capable. He's capable. He sat down on like a Friday, like didn't come to bed that night, didn't come to bed the Saturday night, and like finally woke up on Sunday. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. I finished the game. And this would be the time, by the way, to borrow the PS5 if you were going to actually play The Last of Us Two, because. I feel I must now play Yakuza 6 and finish the Kiru Kazuma saga. The greatest man to ever live <laughs> I need in to all the world. I need to play those games. I got to flip that up. I love oh, some Kiru. Can, can, can we get the the ranking of greatest men in Alex's world? Because, I mean, I feel like a lot of them are Japanese uh, okay, well let's let's see <laughs> the greatest the greatest man list okay. according I to mean, Alex. I'm gonna need like some help here because I forget you know names of everything, but uh, Kiru Kazuma for sure number one greatest man to ever live. Um, <laughs> He's animated. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, I didn't put you know what's any funny stipulations <laughs> on this. You did. It really it's you did purely gender is the only stipulation. Yeah. And what is gender but a social construct? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Um, uh, John Matrix is up there. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. One of the greatest men to ever live. Feeder of deer. Carrier of tree trunks. <laughs> Dropper of men. Off Slaughterer of men. 
you leave us anything, John? Just bodies. Um, hmm. Hmm. I just watched Gladiator, so I would have to say uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius, one of the greatest men to ever live. Hmm. Oh, we got to go back and watch that. I haven't watched that movie in a really long time. You know, Erica, what you do in life echoes in eternity. Smile for me now, brother. He is so good in that movie. It's Wa- like Joaquin not fair. Phoenix is pure <laughs> evil in that movie. And he's having a fucking blast. It's great. If In that white fucking armor at the end. Oh, if you awesome. do anything, he's talking about it, her son. If you do anything that displeases me, he will die. Am I if, not merciful? If you, <laughs> if you, if, if you, if you do what he's like, if you don't give me a heir to the throne, he will die. If you dare to kill yourself, he will die. Am I not merciful? Do you want to scream it, Eric? No, I already did. We can edit it. It's okay. <laughs> he is so good I in that movie. Oh my, he's got getting all in her face, and she's like crying and shit. Oh my god, that was so good on her part too, where the tears start streaming down her oh, yeah. cheeks. Oh, Connie Nielsen, incredible in that movie. Just, just so good, so good, delightful. I love uh, the guy. He's such a good actor, and I always forget his name, but the guy who played Proximo, who actually died while they were filming that movie. Oh, yeah. The slave owner. He's good in that, too. Yeah. The former gladiator. He won his freedom. Are you in danger of becoming a good man, Proximo? I love that movie. (laughs) Is it really a 7 out of 10 for you? (laughs) 7 out of 10? I need to know. No. What is it? That's uh, Gladiator's got to be a 9. I agree. It's a nine. It's not perfect, but it's pretty damn close. Well, what what, what do we say? If it, it doesn't have to be perfect, if it's entertaining, and it, it follows its own rules that it lays out in the universe, you've got good characters. I, I ultimately, are you not entertained? That's what I, it at, boils at the, down. At the to. end of that movie, I don't know what happens. But for some reason, it always starts raining at the end of that fucking movie. I, in my home, I can't figure it out. Those damn indoor clouds. It happened. It'll happen to you. It's so great, Erica. It'll happen to you. I love that you. movie. Oh, it's a good movie. How, how do you feel about, you know, do you ever get the the the, the rainstorm at the when you're watching the end of The Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises. Um, that's a pretty great ending too. That I mean, are you guys the... shitting on Rises? No, that's a good movie. I like Rises. I really don't. Un- it, it Come on, seems at like... the end when he goes to the cafe and Alfred's there and he gives him the little nod. It's not even that. It's the. It's when it's uh, Commissioner Gordon and it, Gordon and oh. uh, Batman turns to him and he's like. It's like giving a kid uh, uh, your coat after a, a horrible night and like saying everything's going to be okay. Oh my God, Alex. Sobbing. Weeping in the theater. Like keening. Like an Irish widow. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I love stuff like that. Like in the first movie when uh, Rachel is like, at least tell me your name. And he hits the back with the line that she said in the hotel. He's like, it's, it's not who I am, but what I do. Bruce? That defines me. Bruce. 
Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, the whole end of that movie of Rises. Just sitting there, like, weeping. Openly weeping in the theater. Like, embarrassingly so. I'm sorry. I failed you. What about if, like, you're getting ready to send your your friend off to school in Genoa, and your other friend comes up and says, hey, I sold my Vespa, so I give you... A train ticket. I cried the first so time you... I watched that movie, but the best instance of crying during that was my parents had already watched it like 15 times with the baby, and they had it on upstairs, and I come around the corner, and they're just openly weeping and sitting there watching the end of Luca with the kid. And I'm like, and you guys don't even care about the, uh, uh, the gay implications here. This is just a sweet movie for you people. <laughs> oh, what, what, there's... Pixar, like, ooh, fucking Pixar. Like, the first time I watched Up, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, Up is I couldn't fucking not sleep. Fair. And I didn't know. It wasn't disseminated yet that that was the beginning of Up. So I throw it on. I'm like, oh, happy Disney movie, whatever. Five minutes in, I'm like, I'm, I'm destroyed. I don't have a heart anymore because it's melted and, like, just, it's gone. It's gone. Hey, I will say, by the way, in favor of the greatest man to ever live, Yakuza Zero has a great story, and there is a point near the end where I was like, "What is this salty discharge? <laughs> Does it have to really start raining right now, <laughs> son of a bitch?" <coughs> well, the first Last of Us got me a couple times, yeah. um, but then the the biggest one was when I was fuck. This was like I was eleven or twelve the first time I played Final Fantasy Seven. And when Aerith dies, that's like, oop, okay. Hey, you know. Spoiler alert. For a, what, 30-year-old game at this point? I've only played the remake. Now I know. Maybe it won't happen. Things are changing in the remake. That's what you said. That's what you said. Something else you haven't played. It had to be me. Like a child (laughs) and life, a flood, new home. Get your shit together, Erica. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Had to be me. By the way. Yeah, that one gets you every time, doesn't it? That's a great scene. There's a lot in the That's last Mass Effect. That that point right before you're gonna go on the like the final press, and she's chatting because it's she, it's not he. We we don't acknowledge male Shepherd in this house, and she's talking to everybody when she's chatting with Garrus, and they're talking about like getting a drink in the afterlife together. Lose it every time. Sob. You know, Erica, your husband's a male Shepherd player. I have played male Shep, but that was before I knew. But that I was supposed to be playing FemShop. You should just inherently know. <laughs> I don't understand how you got through a whole game of those those line reads, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's as bad as y'all think it is. It's uh, fucking it's worse. bad. It's, it's worse. If they hired me, I guarantee you I would have done a better job. Because the first, I was like, okay, I've played it through with uh, a goddess on high, Jennifer Hale. Let's let's see. Let's see. And I got 15 minutes, and I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> you know nope, nope, I shut it down. Out uh today because i was reading about metroid dread the new one um metroid prime you know the gamecube game Mm -hmm. jennifer hale is doing the like noises and grunts that samus does in that game she has no lines there's no samus you know almost never talks right i was gonna say feel like i played that game and yeah i don't remember her talking yeah she just like grunts and it's like oh you know it's like all that stuff interesting hey alex if i if i were to ask you you know what 
uh, th- think about like the greatest lines in video game history. What's like the first thing that comes to mind for you? Would you kindly? You asked me at like one o'clock in the morning. I was in the middle of reading something. I was not there, Bob. Why? What, she what, she what couldn't else? come up with anything. I was tired. A full blank slate. You do that. You come up with this stuff and you'll hit me with these questions. And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. My mind's like a thousand like, miles away from there. Couldn't you get one? No. Not one. Like, no. I was, like shocked. You didn't get Nerfing. A, nothing from Bioshock. Nerfing. Just means I have to play it again. I guess so. It's been a while. So she can't play the Final Fantasy VII remake because she's got to play. Can't play I can't, Last I, of Us too. I can't watch anything new. I can't play anything new. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to play and watch the same six things until the day that I die. That is my plan going forward. So. Oh, Squid Game. That's really cool. That's great. Oh yeah, but you know it's on Netflix and Bake Off's on Netflix. All right, sorry Bob. guys. I already know what I'm gonna do. What's that? Because as we know, if I just start it, Erica will finish it. So all that is, a, that is a sound do, plan of attack. All I have to do is bring the PS5 over, set it up, sit her down, put the controller in her hand, and say, hey, why don't you play this while I'm here for a little bit? And then I just walk away and let the dynamite explode. <laughs> I wanted to talk about difficulty in video games. Okay. Where do you sit on this? Should the developer set one difficulty and that's the game? Or should there be three, four, five difficulty settings? I'm fine with easy, medium, hard. Even with easy and hard. Like, say you're somebody who doesn't necessarily have... And it's up to the developer. Like, as a developer, like, I'm not going to get mad at Dark Souls for being a game that you have to learn how to play. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, because Dark Souls, even though, yes, there's story there, if you sit down and you start reading the lore and If you get into the deep lore, sure. But there's not... It's not really a story game. You know, Dark Souls is a gameplay Mm -hmm. experience. Yes. Whereas something like... Uncharted or The Last of Us. Those are really about the story. And yeah, there's gameplay there and some of it's good, some of it's bad, but it's really about the story. Mm-hmm, I would agree. Dark Souls is completely about the gameplay. Yes. But yeah, I, I don't I don't mind either way. If they wanted to throw on like an easy difficulty on a Dark Souls, that doesn't bother me. I know that makes some people very angry, but I don't really give a shit. That's another thing, by the way, now that we're back, I just thought of this, is another one of my issues with the Tom Holland is Nathan Drake thing is I've watched Nolan North play Nathan Drake for four fucking games. Like, and those games are heavy story games. Right. So I already know that character. I know how he's portrayed. I know how he's acted. They should have just done a freaking animated movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like, I, I don't know if it ever really came to anything, but I feel like there was talks of making like a Metal Gear Solid movie, and it's like, you wouldn't use, like, David Hayter? Why wouldn't, like, 
no, that's that's Solid Snake. Even I, when they used Kiefer in the fifth game, it was like, I mean, what are look, we doing? I understand that it's probably cheaper to make a live action movie, even when you take into account CG and everything. It's probably cheaper to do that than to make a fully animated one and a half or two hour movies. You know, I get it. It's probably cheaper and easier. But I also think there's a lower ceiling to how successful that is likely to be. And all you have to do is look back at the history of video game movies. I mean, have any of them done spectacularly well? I think maybe Detective Pikachu did okay, but that was like a wacky thing. That wasn't well, really and that like, was yeah. That that's like its movie. own thing. It's, uh, it's, not, a, it's Pokemon too, so it's like part of that juggernaut. You know, in the first Mortal Kombat, I don't even know that. I don't even remember if that did well or not. I mean, it did well enough. It for must a have done well enough for a sequel, right? But. Again, I feel with some of these movies, you'd be better off to just do it in the format it was originally in. Right. Rather than... Yeah. Because then I think the... It's like if you make an Overwatch movie. You've seen all the animated shorts and everything. If they made an Overwatch movie and it was fully animated and it was all those voice actors playing those characters, I, in my opinion, I could be totally wrong. In my opinion, you have a higher ceiling for making ass loads of money than you do if you reimagine it as some live action thing and you go cast like Brad Pitt to play see, somebody. See, here's the problem with that is then that would turn Matt Mercer into a movie star and, and hasn't doesn't he have enough? Doesn't he have enough? Speaking of McCree, remember how I told you they were going to rename him? They came out with the name today. Oh, they, they're going forward with that, huh? Cole Cassidy. That's dumb. Which is just not as good of... I understand that they named it after a real person, but Jesse McCree is a better cowboy name. It just is. I think everyone's going to keep calling him McCree because that's what you're used to calling him. And when you're in the middle of a game and you're just trying to call out things that are happening around you, you're not going to stop for five seconds and think... Oh, wait, actually, his name's Cassidy now. I can tell you right now, I have never called the Sears Tower by the name that it's Whatever currently it's supposed currently to be. I don't even know what it's called. It's the fucking Sears Tower. Sorry. Sorry. And here's the other thing. You could have just gone like McCready. Just go I, fucking the, the thing on it. By the way, did no one run a Google search over at Blizzard either? Because after they this renaming came out... Someone in this thread I was reading goes, there's a porn star named Cassidy Cole. Shocker. So. Nice job, guys. That was like. Good job. That probably took someone two seconds to figure right, out. Exactly. It's. Oh. If you were going to name it. I mean, rename. Remember a long time ago when WWE had some faction? It was like Paige, Becky, and Charlotte. And they called him like the submission squad or something and it wasn't submission it was something something like that whatever it was and then it was also pornographic when they called them that immediately that day someone was like that's the name of a porn website nice job guys and they stopped calling them that next week like it was like okay that's how is this not one of the first things you search for 
when you do anything like that, like any sort of naming or whatever, don't you immediately search it? One would think, but apparently not. Nah. Why do that? I always thought the renaming of the character was dumb anyway. I know we talked about this already, but it's just like, it's like pandering. Like, make some actual change within the company. Well, that's the whole I don't point. care what the fucking character's Who gives name. a shit? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it it's it's the like the barest of minimums like okay what did that do like legitimately what did that change yeah fat lot of nothing and like you said they're just it, that's the character is mccree well right it's like there's another character that came out and his name was like i can't even remember because no one calls him this he's a hamster who rides around in a giant mech that he built that turns into a ball and rolls around I can't even remember his name right now. Everyone just calls him Ball. And so whatever his real name is, it doesn't matter doesn't because matter. that's when, that's not what people call him. Well, So along the same lines, there's a uh, ski resort in Tahoe that... At least it's not about running, Erica. I thought he would tie it into running, right? Like uh, when he said along those same lines, I was like running. Here we go. But it's not running, it's skiing. Okay, go yep. ahead. Wow. Um... Anyways, so there's a ski resort in Tahoe, um, formerly known as Squaw Valley. Um, fa- oh, that's the one. Famous ski resort, uh, hosted the Olympics back in the day. Um, and uh, I, I recently came to learn that evidently the word squaw is a slur uh, against indigenous females. Oh, good. Never knew that, right? Um, I've never heard of that, yeah. Right, but, I mean, clearly people did. Um, they recent And they just announced, I think it was this week, um, they're changing the name to Palisades. Uh, but what's funny is you go into the now Palisades website, and at the bottom, the address for it is still like 29 Squaw Valley Lane. <laughs> so they can't re they can't rename the street. Or hopefully they're gonna get to I, I it. would assume they're they're Yeah. But I mean it's but that's the thing. All the it's not gonna make a difference if the if people don't That's actually... a little different though. McCree isn't a slur. No, it's not a slur, but I think you can make you the know, argument it's, that it is—it's—it's—it it's, it's is still an empty gesture, but it's—it's it's a slur, and if it's a slur, something shouldn't be named after a slur. Yeah, you wouldn't—you shouldn't name a building N-word, whatever. Right. I mean, why not? Fair point. Are they still the Washington <laughs> Football Team? Yes. yes. They can't come up with a name, apparently. Is it that difficult? Well, they should just stick with Washington football team because that's pretty great. Here's the problem: um, is the owner of the Washington? Oh, he's still a shithead. Yeah, is Dan Schneider, and Dan Schneider is the most incompetent human being known to man. Um, and how he made all of his money is impossible to figure out because he is just a, a enormously stupid motherfucker uh, and giant piece of shit. So. Uh yeah, there's that. I rewatched Fight Club recently and I love that movie. 
It's a very interesting movie because on its surface, it's just about like dudes beating each other up, right? It's one of those movies that people watch incorrectly. <laughs> but there's a lot going on. And today, I feel like it's a actually a, really a movie that's about current times rather than a movie that's like 20 years old or something. Because shit ain't changed, Alex. <laughs> Everything's just gotten worse. <laughs> like it's uh, It's just very interesting because it's a movie, right, about like a bunch of men who feel they have no place in society and one man in particular who's completely out of his mind you know who feel they have no place in society they have nowhere to go they have nowhere to and i think there probably is a real commentary on like not in like today's world it's like not knowing where you should put like that masculine energy right because there's no like outlet for it Unless you go, like, train in MMA or something, I guess. I would argue there's probably ways to, you know, channel it. But You you could channel it into going out, putting one foot in front of the other, and just doing that for, like... I mean, to be fair... 60,000 times. To be fair, it took us a while to get there. <laughs> that train's never late, Alex. It was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Same as Mr. Cavill's going to get a mention. I'm going to slip in fan fiction somewhere. Probably a Charlie Day or a Pacific Rim reference. Bob's going to talk about running. It's just going to happen. I feel like it at least fit in in a natural way into this discussion. I That's fair. But I would also say that, yes, if you have some pent-up energy and you're, you're, you're trying to get it, get, do something about it, Either you beat off like a normal human being or go exercise. Nobody knows where they belong in the world, motherfucker. Like, sorry. Sorry, that's like something that you've just started to experience. So anyway. <laughs> so, you know, they Smoke get Smoke weed and play video games like a normal human they being. Get, they get sucked into this fight club by this very uh, charismatic person. Isn't Jared Leto in that shit, too? He is. He is. He gets the shit beat out of him. Yes. Which is the best thing you could do with Jared Leto, <laughs> in my opinion, because he's got a very punchable face. Correct. But, yeah, they get sucked into this whole fight club, and then Tyler Durden takes it from fight club and turns it into essentially a cult Project called Mayhem. Pa- Project Mayhem. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> inevitably, that's the funny thing about the movie is it's like, how many movies end where the terrorists win, you know? <laughs> and he just blows up all these buildings and you're led to believe he blows up buildings all over the country um, because he's, you know, started up fight clubs all over the place. But it's it's just a very, it's a very interesting movie. There's so much going on. It's always good on a rewatch because... Things that don't jump out of you the first time are really jumping out on a rewatch. Well, and that's Fincher, David Fincher, yeah. right? Yeah, and he he doesn't make bad movies. I haven't watched Fight Club in a very long time. It has been a minute since I've. I think I read yeah. the book in college, and I probably haven't watched the movie since like high school. Well, last time when I watched it, it was on Amazon Prime. So oh, if there it's go. still on there, you could watch it. Because I, I would say that's worth a rewatch. It it's is one of those movie. movies that people do watch incorrectly, and it's like, oh, that's the message you took from that, huh? That's not the message you were supposed to take. But Starship Troopers, I totally get you now. Have you ever watched Starship Troopers, Alex? I have. 
great movie. It is a great movie. About how glorious war is. <laughs> That's the takeaway. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my. Um, since since we're we're talking movies, um, I want to bring up something that um is very recent events, and by the time this podcast uh, airs, we'll probably uh, or post to the web, we'll probably have learned more information. So, I don't want to get, I don't want to talk too definitively about it, but we do know today, um, that on the set of the movie rust mm-hmm. um alec baldwin was uh accidentally killed a cinematographer uh while firing a weapon that was supposedly a prop um but turned out to be a real gun with a live round in it um well was it was it a live round like do we know yet because sometimes i know what happens is sometimes with these prop guns like if you don't clean them out correctly, a blank can be just a blank as at point blank range can be can a live help. round. Yeah, and I, and and so that's why I want to say I don't want to say anything too definitively about this by you know tomorrow. The story could be completely different. Um, the so we don't we don't know a hundred percent what happened. I do know a couple of things. One, I've seen pictures of paparazzi like getting photos of him of Alec Baldwin, like, uh, after the incident. And it's like, can we not for fuck's sake? And I, and I would say I'm pissed off at like the New York times for publishing one of those photos. Um, that it's, you know, one, we don't know what happened. We, we know. Well, and let's was not an, act like he, he purposefully like killed somebody. We don't know. As far as we know, it was a, it, it just seems like, a, a really bad accident. It was a freak accident. We, what I will say though is, how in the hell does this happen in Hollywood after what happened to Brandon Lee? So how you just need one person who's careless. Thirty something years ago. How? Well, and the other thing is we CG everything. I like you can't like. That's the thing. That's what I thought too. It's like we can't just CG the gunshot. Right. Yeah. Like you could do. Yeah, you could do something with that, but I, I mean, it just this is this is insane. This like this shouldn't even be possible. No, I completely to agree. I did see something else, and again, things could change by tomorrow. Evidently, a lot of the crew for the film walked off this morning at six thirty in the morning uh, because of working conditions. So did that play into it at all? Who knows? Um, it, it's it's just a horribly tragic event. Uh, I'm interested to see, you know, more of what happened. Um, oh, and I, hopefully some pushing for like, okay, we need, there there needs to be some either regulation or around well, this. Well, and, and, you know, maybe this catalyzes um that union to, you know, uh, not ratify that contract. You will see. You know, and be like, this is this is what I, I don't know. Um, and there are, are accusations out there on the internet that you know this is all planned and 
he, okay. the conspiracy all right. stuff. Like, like you all, y'all got to just calm the fuck down. Like, it, well, that shit always starts. Up. But it's just like, what are you even fucking talking about? Like, are your lives so like sad and meaningless? Yes. I, I, I knew the answer. Okay, I have something else actually on something I think that was planned, but that's very lighthearted. So we'll talk about another semi-serious subject, I guess. Sure. I mean, it's a serious subject, but you know that there was that YouTube vlogger who was killed, that woman. You don't, do, do you don't know about, about this, this from like a, a month ago? I didn't hear about this at all. There, oh, this has been a big story. There's this Gabby something... I can't remember her last name. It starts with a P, I think. But her, she's a YouTube vlogger, and her and her boyfriend would go like, "Oh, yeah. the, okay." I didn't realize she was a blogger. I just yeah. thought it was some white blonde girl that we fucking cared. Like, boyfriend killed her. No, yeah, she was a vlogger. I don't know how big her YouTube was or whatever, but um, yeah, she went and what he. A theoretically, they went into some national park together or something, and she never came out. And then they found her body, and he took off. Well, and then, the, I think it was yesterday, they found his body, too. So he just, I don't know what happened, but it's just pretty crazy. And I think what's, I think what's frustrating from, like, a, I guess, you know, one, from a family's perspective, and two, from an outsider's perspective, is... You're never going to know, like, what the hell happened. You're never going to know exactly what happened. It's like this dude more than likely killed your daughter, and you are never even going to get an answer as to why. You're never going to have closure, no. Because, right, didn't he come back? He came back without without her. her And and then, like, a few days later, people are are like, where is your girlfriend? Like, what's going on? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, good times. Yeah. Now, I have a conspiracy theory. What what is oh, your conspiracy theory, dear? Remember this is this is a titan. <sighs> Remember when that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out for the movie and it was like the ugly human amalgam or whatever <laughs> It was they like did. what 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 why? What the fuck is this? <laughs> yes. Like someone was like what if Sonic the Hedgehog was real? <laughs> what if Sonic the Hedgehog was <laughs> terrifying? <laughs> yeah. What if Sonic the Hedgehog had human teeth? His little (laughs) fucking weird teeth. Yeah, it was horrible. And they went back in and they changed it and they made it way better. Mm -hmm. And to me, I almost feel like that was marketing. Being like, we're going to get people talking about this. Okay. I mean, I'm not putting anything past anybody. But no, I I think they might have thought that that was like good there's no way anyone thought that was acceptable alex we live in a world where people like name things something and don't do the five second google search to see if it isn't a porn actor like that this is the realm that we exist in no they put that out there and they thought they did a good job Whoever was, like, in charge of that movie. It's not the animators. They're being told, this is what we want. Well, they have to get approval for right. work. Right, okay, dumb fuck. If that's what you want, this looks terrible, but sure. What I didn't well. understand, it's like, it's a cartoon character. Like, why are you changing it at all? Yeah, it's Sonic looks strange. like Sonic. Just have him look like Sonic. What are we doing? Hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull this up on my phone. Uh... Original versus redesigned Sonic. Oh, it's terrifying. Uh, Again, I'm not putting anything past anybody. 
I, I just thought it was like it was a way to get people talking about that movie. And in, in related news, I feel we had previously discussed the Hooters came out with that new uniform where the bottoms were like yes. barely. We underwear. didn't talk about it on the podcast. Yes, we yes. hadn't talked about it on the podcast, but Hooters came out with a new outfit. They changed. I think the top's the same. But they changed the bottoms and they made them much smaller because they basically went from boy shorts to underwear. Like, it's smaller than some bikinis. So I'm calling it underwear. Well, after that, like, stirred up some shit and some of the waitresses were complaining for like a week. uh, Then they went back and said, well, we'll make it an option. You know, if they want to wear the new one, they can wear the new one. If they want to wear the old one, they can wear the old one. So now it's an option, which is fine. I don't care. If they want to wear that, I I don't care. It's not my thing. I'm here for the wings, man. It's not my thing. Exactly. Uh, To me, it's a little bit over the top, but whatever. Wings. I think to me, I feel like you're going to make people less likely to go in who might have gone before with their girlfriend or something. And now they're going to be like... You're going to bring the girlfriend in there, and she's going to be like, that woman's ass is out. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but anyways, I feel they did the same thing. They put out in a uniform change that so was that they can come on ridiculous and be like, oh, well. on the surface. They get a ton of news stories. They get a ton of press. And all of a sudden, everyone's talking about Hooters. People are going to go get Hooters now. I think it was on purpose. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. See, that, I feel, is more reasonable than the Sonic thing. But and I, I feel... <laughs> you know what You know what I think, though, was just pure stupidity? What? When, when Phil Spencer was like, hey, we're going to just suddenly charge twice as much for Xbox Gold. A service no one wants anyway. <laughs> that I don't think was a lead balloon. That was just a. That was just let's stupid. Let's see if we can dissolve all the goodwill we've been building up in one fell swoop, guys. How many people can we piss off with this? Well, and but that's always what it is, right? It's a it's a feeler. Can we do this? How much how much shit are we gonna get for this? And then I'm sure they have an algorithm or something that's like, okay, like this is this is not a good look versus like, okay, this is an okay look. People will forget about this quickly. Well, and and I, you know, I think we've seen it in the gaming industry a whole lot. They do they do this all the time. They'll toss something out there, there'll be backlash, and then they'll kind of backpedal, and then they can be like, okay, we saw, we've we've got a measurement now. Now we can plan for how long to actually take to incorporate this. And then, you know, you go from horse armor to, uh, you know, you buy a disc, but then to actually play anything on the disc, you need to buy like $100 worth of DLC. And then maybe you can play the game. Well, the people who are the best at this because their fan base just seems to enjoy the shit that is shoveled into their fucking mouths. (laughs) is Bungie with Destiny. (laughs) And I play Destiny. However, I constantly want to stop, and I'm always, like, essentially guilt-tripped out of it. But 
this is what this is where Destiny is gone. Okay, it used to be at first when Destiny. I'll go all the way back to Destiny One. When Destiny One came out, what their plan essentially was for the first year was, oh, we're gonna have two like fifteen dollar DLCs throughout the year, and then when we get about a year away from the original release, we'll charge thirty or forty dollars or whatever it was for a big DLC drop, right? Which, at the time, I remember when Destiny 1 came out and people were just, like, pre-buying this DLC. I'm like, guys, wait and see what the DLC actually is before you just drop your $30 sight unseen. Yep. And those two DLCs ended up sucking ass, and I was so happy I didn't buy them. But the first big DLC that came out was excellent. And so when I got that, the two DLCs that I would have had to bought were just included for free. So, so do you do you like do you have a picture of your smug face then that you? Send oh yeah, to the very people? smug, very smug. Okay, but you're showing because so, I, I mean it's all uh, it's all voice chat. So I would hope mm-hmm. that they get to see your smug face. Yeah, it's just like a little, you know, like a little. Just a little, I think, like in the in I think the, in the, the thing uh, is, Erica, the, the, they the text can chat. feel the smug face. Okay. They can picture it. Okay. Yeah. As but, long as it's being it's 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 being shown and celebrated. See, I mean, you you can definitely feel the smug come across. The best though is when something really pops, Alex, and he's just cackling um, uncontrollably. Oh, a good Alex pop is great. Because it's, it's pretty it, hard to get. It is. Yeah. It is. You gotta work like, for it's it. It's not like when you bring up the bad knee and Erica just loses it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> or when you say, like, pussy on critical role and hey, that one woman hey, loses it. that shit was hysterical. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, it was just this, like, real kid. It's just, yeah, like. Very casual. Slid it right in there. And it was this slow fall of, like, everybody else just, like losing their minds it was glorious so that's where destiny started and um, along the way they've been like slowly like finding ways to charge for more and more and more and more and now it's come out for the next big dlc what they're gonna do so this would essentially be for a year of content Mm -hmm. you would have to pay what is essentially a hundred dollars to get a year of content because they've been slicing off more content into other packages. So like to get the base game, it's a hundred dollars to get like the, or sorry, it's like 40. And then to get these four seasonal drops that come out over the course of the year, that's another 40. And then to get the like dungeons, which are like three player activities that are a little bit harder. That's another 20. So they just keep slicing off more and more. But every time this happens, you get the fucking bootlickers who just can't wait to be like, well, they got to make money. And video game development is hard. It's like, yes, it is. But you know what? You don't need all the fucking money. And here's the thing. If it was some incredible amount of content that I couldn't wait to play and I'm going to have so much fun, that'd be one thing. But it's usually like, shit you do in one week and then you're bored right so you're, you're not getting a hundred dollars out of me for if that. you're getting me giving me a year's worth a hundred dollars worth of shit to keep me entertained i'm still not gonna thank you because that's your job and that's what i'm paying you money for i hate when you have people who are like oh well you know they gotta 
Get your boot looking. They ass gotta out of make here. money. I have no time for that shit. Get out of here. Nah, nah. Yeah, they're doing fine. They don't need you to be like coming to white knight them. Yeah. So I was just, and I know I already know there will be so much. There already has been so much defending of it, and it's just. This is why. This is. I actually have a rant. Don't defend it. Just buy it and say you thought it was worth it. And but you know don't what? defend it. That's valid. If you thought it was worth it, that's great. But don't don't be coming to the big corporation's defense. I, it, it's a bad look. I have a rant, a bit of a monologue, if you will. The floor is yours, sir. Because I feel there's a general problem in the world, and it's been going on for a while. I can't say how long. But everyone is just okay with all the trash they're being peddled or anything that happens, you always have to justify it or whatever, who cares, yada, yada. And it really like occurred to me and this like totally doesn't matter, but I'll tie it in. I was watching the White Sox get their ass beat by the Astros and the Astros, some of the biggest cheaters in the history of sports, like these guys cheated their way all the way to a World Series, didn't get punished, didn't have the World Series taken away, and they pretty much swept the whole thing under the rug, Major League Baseball. I'm watching this series, and they're in Houston, and the place is fucking packed, and everyone's going crazy, and I'm like, don't you people have any self-respect? Like, you're cheering for all these cheaters? And... And, you know, before anyone fucking listens to this and gives me shit, the Blackhawks did all that shit with the sexual assault. You know who's not watching the Blackhawks? This guy right here. I hope they lose every fucking game. Because how can you? You know, it, it was like with the, the Cubs and like the, the, the Ricketts stuff. And it's just like they're big fucking like Trump donators. And it's just like, I, I can't. I just can't anymore. And I just feel it ties into the state of the world where because, oh, I'm an Astros fan and they're my team, I'm going to cheer for them and I'm going to support them no matter what. Well, it's the it same doesn't matter what they do. Like, like a, a player, like, you know, sexually assaults somebody or beats their wife and it's just a big shrug like, hey, what are you going to do? Still going to buy long, their jersey. As long as he's playing well, I really don't give a shit. And I understand that it's sports and at the end of the day, it's just entertainment and it really doesn't matter. But I tie it into the way people treat everything now, like the way people treat politics, where everything is team based and, oh, you know, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. So therefore, my team is incapable of wrongdoing and they're all perfect saints. And the other guys, they're the fucking enemies. Well, that's that's how you get where we're at, Alex. (laughs) And it's everything. That's everything. Like whenever I like read about anything or discuss anything with people it's always just like uh eh, who cares or oh well whatever you know it's like because i care it, it, one nuance is hard and everything is, is shades of gray nothing is black and white and two i think people are so beaten the fuck down that it's like it's exhausting to care about it all this stuff and I just kind of want to lose myself in whatever entertainment that I like. And I don't want to have to worry about 
oh, the lead actor in this is a, a piece of shit or beats his wife or, or is uh, uh, an alleged Amber Heard-like maniac. Like, I just want to watch my thing and just be left the fuck alone. And I can understand that to an extent. Yeah. I, I can. I really can. Because what do we always say? Like, we don't want to know Elio's politics because if we do and they're wrong, we can't eat there anymore. Because you do speak with your dollars. But it's just, I think it's been a hard, especially, especially these last two years. Two years have been so fucking hard that it's just like, I just want to watch my thing. I just want to watch my thing and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's the thing. I, you know, and, and not to... And I, just, but I agree with is, Alex. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating that it is, uh, oh, well, it's my team, and my team needs to win, and that makes me feel good. Well, it's it does, like, it, why does everything have to be a zero-sum game? Right. It really doesn't. That's um, that's actually one of the things that I do really enjoy about the running community. <laughs> you know, it's not... When when you're out there and you're running a race, no one's like trying to put you down because they want to be faster than you. You know, they're encouraging you to be your best self and do your best race and, you know, and help you along the way. I'm going to tie it back to something else. It's like the fan fiction community. We're all just happy you're out here writing. Yeah. You're giving me free content. You don't have to do this. Why did you just write a novel-length something that's no one ever, no one's going to give you any money for? For pure entertainment. For love. It's a labor of love. But you know why it is? You know why they, the fanfic community can do it? You know why the running community can do it? Because ain't nobody making money off this shit. No. <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, if AO3 just had, they do a big fundraiser every year. Because, you know, it costs money to run a website and it's a nonprofit. And people get pissed off every they're like, Oh, they don't need money. Like, do you have any idea what it costs to run a website like that? Like this shit costs money. It's not just like free. Well, it's just up there. It's like, no, it's a site that does things. There's like search and it has a lot of fucking shit on there. It doesn't just like people have no concept of what it takes to do a do thing. And they just assume that, like, well, thing is easy, so it shouldn't cost anything, and yeah. But you know, and to, to, to come back to to Alex's point, it's very frustrating. It's super frustrating because not only not only are people you know one sided or or picking a side for literally everything, and anymore. often without all the information. It's it just for often with a, without any information. Right, right. It's like, wh- why are we having a fight over who likes the clicky pen or the twist top pen? It doesn't fucking matter. But we're having a fight about this, and you're digging your heels in. We don't need like who the fuck cares? Well, I mean, clicky pen for life. I mean, one hundred percent clicky pen. But I'm, I don't, I'm not going to get in a fight about it. I don't want to fight about everything. <laughs> no. I want to have, like, spirited discussions about dumb bullshit and shows and that no one cares I don't, about. I don't want to know celebrities' politics. I, I don't, you know, it, it, it's not that, like, I, I don't think celebrities or, you know, or I think generally when you think celebrities, I think movie, star, TV, 
TV personalities. I guess it covers sports personalities. I mean, I don't want to. But I, it's it's not that they don't have a right to have an opinion and to, you know, to have whatever. Yeah, they absolutely do. But you know, it, and this is it, this goes back to Gina Carano and how she's a fucking idiot. If you put your politics out there, I'm going to have an opinion on your political opinions. I'm either going to agree with them or disagree with them. It's going to be very rare that I'm indifferent to them. Well, and with her, it's like it's Disney. Right. Like, Disney wants to project a certain, what, what, what Disney, do they call it? Passive progressivism. They called it on uh, Red Letter Media. But it's true. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, look how progressive we well, are, but we're not going to, we don't care about well, it. Well, Disney, Disney, Disney is a giant evil corporation right. Disney, that only Disney's, wants your money. Yeah, Disney's Disney like believes- any company. They want to find a way to present an image where they can make money from everyone. They don't yeah. want to alienate people. Yeah. Exactly. All they want to do is make money. And 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 that's all they care about. So when you, when you do that, now I have an opinion about you as an actor, as a person. Before that, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't think about you. Right. And so I could do... You know, in in the way when you buy a ticket or you buy a subscription to a service, you're doing business with them and they're, you know, they're actors. Now I have to think about that before I go and spend my money. And, you know, I may decide, oh, you know, whatever. I'm willing to look past it. But you could be Tom Cruise, who I absolutely will not spend any money to watch anything that he is in Ooh, you know what i just remembered henry cavill's in one of those mission impossible movies he is he was not good in that movie no no with the fist cocking he cocked his fist <laughs> in a fist fight like they were guns alex that sounds amazing it was not <laughs> end of discussion but you mean, hey, I mean erica i wonder by the way do you remember how people would always joke around, joke about how the NPCs in Skyrim, you would shoot an arrow into their knee and they would just keel over and die? <laughs> Do you think that would happen to Bob? It could. If the bad knee? Maybe. Like we just instantly. It's just, the insta-kill. You just, <laughs> you, it's like his Achilles heel. <laughs> you hit him in Bob's knee and he just instantly falls over and he's done. I, I just don't know why you have so much hatred for my knee. <laughs> I'd say it's loving concern, but... Hey, listen. I just don't want him to bend over in the I... shower as he's sitting on his bamboo stool and hurt anything. <laughs> oh, you know? he's throwing all the greatest hits out there. You already got the pop, Alex. <laughs> that, see, here's the thing. No, that'll be when... That'll be when I hurt myself. It, it won't be at a race. It'll be doing... The dumbest thing. Yes. That's usually how that happens. That's how all athletes get hurt. Hey. Is it's nonsense. I, think I need ran. a little more stank on that athletes. I, athletes. I finished <laughs> running a marathon. I consider myself an athlete. Let me ask you a question, Erica. <laughs> Do I consider him an athlete? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to give the commentary on that because... Look, before we start this conversation, 
I'm going to say Bob did a very impressive thing. Oh, I'm sure. Very, I'm very proud of him. He did a great thing. However. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shit Erica, on it now for 10 minutes. Would yes, you dear. consider running a sport? No. Thank you. But why? But I don't consider like cheerleading a sport. Yes, I, I don't I know. It's not like. Well, cheerleading. I mean, there's competitive cheerleading. I, I mean, think, there is, right? I guess, but, but I just I don't consider it a just sport. because it's a thing com- you're doing. Just I don't because know. you can compete in something does not automatically make it a sport. It's just running. It's a, it's a thing. I don't know. Why? I don't consider it a sport. Why? 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 Why are you shitting on my sport? Because it's not a sport. It is a sport. And yet the it's sport not. of running. <laughs> yet it's not. Once again, hold on. Alex you has got, come on the podcast you got and lit the dynamite. Thirty thousand runners in downtown Chicago for the—that's po- a lot of lunatics in one place for, for the twenty twenty one, and not not counting the almost one million spectators throughout the city. I mean, I'm not shitting for this it. sporting it's, it's, event. I don't consider it a sport. It's, it's in the Olympics. It's running. So what? <laughs> So it's ping pong. Is so, ping pong so, a how sport? Do you, so how do you define a sport? Okay. The people playing table tennis, those are athletes. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> I don't know. They're those really are athletes, athletes, though. I don't know. Whatever. They're, they're, okay. In table tennis, you're bringing in multiple things. Okay. You're bringing in movement, sure. stamina, sure. reaction speed, reflexes. No, don't. No, no, no. There's no reflexes involved in running. Yes, there are. What you get out on curbs you, to trip over. You get on that marathon course and you run through an aid station. And if you don't spend that whole time dodging shit, you will die. Anyway, it's just not. Uh, or me, a woman just randomly drops her phone and then stops, dead stops, to pick it up, and you nearly run her over. Nearly. That's a shoulder tackle situation, friend. Yeah, I just push her to the ground. Yeah, you got to drop the shoulder and if just it, go. If it's an actual sport, you fucking put the leg out, you kick her ass to the ground, and you move on. Or the people... Because you're competing to beat her. Or the people who think it's perfectly fine to like try and shuffle their kid in their stroller across the street while a marathon is going on with... And I'll oh, say this again... Flogger? 30,000 runners charging down the street. Yeah, that's like man, you're just you're 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 stuck on that side of the street until, the, until everybody passes. Okay. If the marathon was turned into a giant game of Frogger, that would be a sport. It's a game then. It's not a sport. What so what's a sport? Baseball, basketball, hockey. How are those Volleyball? I don't know. Okay, so it's completely uh, what's the word? I'm there's got to be subjective. There's no, be there doesn't teams. have to be teams. No, I don't know golf's if there has a sport. To be teams. How is golf a sport? But running is it a sport? Golf's like a game. I don't know. I don't know that I consider golf, just, golf a sport. To me, to me, golf involves so many skills that all have to come together and be repeated constantly. I don't know that I consider golf a sport either, but it is subjective. So. It's subjective. I'm again. I'm not from a physical perspective. Now you're you're not an athlete. Calm down. But from a physical wow. perspective, 
You did something that's very impressive. I'm gonna- I wouldn't want to do it. I can't do it. I'm very I'm very happy for you. But it's not a sport. I'm gonna have to uh, write the admins at ultrasignup.com and tell them that they need to uh, rename a section of the profile. It can't be athlete profile anymore. It just needs to be um, runner. Yeah. Schmuck runner. profile. Schmuck, schmuck We can use that schmuck. Works. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> lunatic. My word lunatic is good. Clown. Maniac. Mm-hmm. Psychopath. Masochist. Masochist profiles. <laughs> Got into that one. That'd be That's, fun. That might be the best. That's one. fun for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a great idea, Erica. Later. And like all my great ideas, it involves you spending money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Resident Evil 4 VR Stop it. just came out. Have you seen the videos of this? Are people like, is VR still a thing? Yeah. yeah that's a shame. And it's on the Oculus oculus uh fuck face two or something i don't know whatever it's called it's not the rift it's the other one quest oculus quest two and resident evil 4 has been kind of remade to work in vr and now erica i'm not telling you to get this for you to play it (laughs) i'm telling you to get this to make bob play it and you can enjoy the calamity I probably would enjoy that. Though that's one of those games I can't watch other people play. It like makes me mad. Well, see, this is fun though because what it is is because they've been reimagined the whole thing in VR, you have to actually do a lot of things yourself. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to pull a clip out, put it in the gun <laughs> to load the weapon to get your other weapons you have to like pull them okay, off like, your shoulder how it does, like how well does this work it looks like it works pretty or well or is this just an exercise in like intense frustration no no it looks like it works pretty well and also you have like you seem to have the batman utility belt mm-hmm. so like all the stuff is on a belt that you actually have to like look down i don't know if you have to you necessarily have to look down I don't know how I feel about but this. you have to actually grab them like so the like right spot you grab the grenade and pull it out and throw See, it this just sounds like a lot of work and i just want to sit down and play a fucking video right. game I, again i didn't suggest that you you, you that's true that's true have you ever you never played resident evil 4 did you i have what never played perfect any time resident for him evil to game. start Really? Nope. None of them. Never. I just, in my opinion, the two best examples of VR games are Resident Evil 7 and now this 4 VR. And I'm telling you, it looks entertaining. I got to that fight with the father in like the enclosed room in 7. Uh-huh. And Alex, I was like, I'm terrible at video games. <laughs> that took me like 30 tries to get by. And they kept flashing up like, are you sure you don't want to go down to the easier level? Are you sure? Are you sure, stupid? You should probably go down to the easier level. <laughs> would you level. like to move down to idiot level? <laughs> like, no. Or would you prefer to go up to masochist level? I had to put it down and I had to walk away because I'm like, I'm going to put my fist through the fucking TV. I got I to gotta, I gotta move away. I got to put down the, the very expensive equipment and move the fuck away because I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Got my, past it eventually. Now, come on, Bob. This is a good idea. And see, you know what else? See, you know what else you could do with the VR? You'd be active, so it would be the, exercise, 
and then maybe you would be a real athlete because you'd be okay. doing esports. Okay, Let, let's look at this. You see this right here? Yeah, this, this peak this masculinity. Yeah, yeah, like that's an athlete right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is he, is he showing you a picture of Henry Cavill? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I expected. That's a dude running. That's that's not an athlete. That's a runner. Running. <laughs> I was going to say something. Oh, does it frustrate you when you throw <laughs> out ideas for us to spend money and I just have no interest in them? Well, I didn't actually believe you were going to do that. Mm. But sometimes you just have to plant a seed and wait for it to blossom. <laughs> wait, get short what? In a month. Hey, hey you know the, the Oculus. <laughs> and then I'll just have to murder you. <laughs> but didn't we try VR? Didn't I've... I've tried VR twice. I tried it. We did it at Ben and Leela's. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. The PSVR, of. which was terrible. That gave me a very bad headache. Um, Not a pleasant experience. The resolution just wasn't good enough. Um, but the it was, resolution and the frame rate needs to be high, otherwise your yeah. eyes get like yeah. Get it was. Yeah. It was. I could play for maybe ten minutes. It was I not did, a pleasant experience. I did use. Um, I think it was an Oculus. Was uh, the Microsoft store at the Microsoft store before they closed those. Because, um, like, did we need this? No. Um, it was really convenient for getting a brand new Xbox, like, immediately when my hard drive died. Um, instead of having to mail it in and argue with Microsoft and then get them to mail it to you back. Yeah, I don't know anyone who had to do that. Nope. Uh, but, um, you see, Alex, the trick is just to have you two know what's Xboxes at all times. That would help. You know what's amazing is that your Xbox One X actually broke, considering you never actually used it. <laughs> Hurtful, but true. Um, no, but the other... Yeah, so I used that Oculus at the Microsoft Store, and you know I just played whatever their demo game was. And that wasn't like a bad experience. Like It was fun, but it was like... This would be cool in like an arcade. <laughs> you like looking at like the space we've got. This would be cool in like an arcade <laughs> setting. I just I have no interest. Yeah. If I'm gonna play a video game, I want to sit down and play a video game. Oh, excellent. Good to know. Now, now, Alex. So, I what could, time are you gonna show up tomorrow with the? Uh, oh, you'll be getting a text. Okay. I yeah. And I'm gonna sit here and watch you play. <laughs> just to so, make sure. I would suggest you section out some time <laughs> you'll be taking izzy <laughs> what could be interesting in the vr space is for treadmills because you know they got on treadmills you get like the little tv and like mm -hmm. you want to talk about being like so disoriented <laughs> on a treadmill i would not want to run on something no. with a headset no on. not at all that sounds like a bad time. Yes. You know, probably, but I mean, put this okay. like big thing on your head with all these. Well, they like, gotta make it lighter first, it, and then go run. Genius. When you're doing the Peloton and you've got the porn star trainers talking to you, is that not enough? Oh no! See, here's the thing. Um, the is one of them a porn star? They all have porn star names, so I just assume they're porn. Oh, stars. I don't they know any all, of their names. Um. They are all um, unreasonably attractive. And, yes, they all do have porn star names. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just saying, if it, well, looks like a, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it may be a fucking duck. Oh, no judgment. Chase that paper, man. Get your money while you can. 
looks fade. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of ridiculous. But you know, when you're in a class, that's great. But if you like, you just want to get on there and like, you just want to like go and like maybe listen to some peaceful uh, m- music. Like, that's just not gonna happen in that environment. You're not immersive. All right, so here are some Peloton trainer names. Um, mm-hmm. These are specifically bike instructors. I'm assuming there's a Cody in there somewhere. Rod Hardcock. Alex Toussaint. Oh, yeah, it's a porn star name. Allie Love. Stop it. Ben Aldis. Bradley Rose. <laughs> Camilla Ramon. <laughs> Cliff Dwanger. I told you. I don't know why you're laughing so hard. I told you. Christine Dercole. Cody Rigsby. There's a Cody. I knew there was a Cody in there. Dennis Morton. Eh. Emma Lovewell. Stop it. Eric Yeager. Hannah Corbin. Hannah Frankson. Jen Sherman. Jess King. Kendall Toole. Leanne Hainsby, Matt Wilpers, Mela Wedekind, <laughs> Olivia Amato, Robin Erzon, Sam Yo, uh, Tunde. I will never be able to say this last name. <laughs> Don't even try. No, not gonna do it. <laughs> it's and probably then, an Indian porn innuendo. <laughs> and then Christian Vandeveld. For sure, a porn name. This is a Dutch porn star. Oh, that's, is, at that, least that is, half of those. Yes. I mean, tell me, names. tell me not Dutch porn star. Yeah, right there. He's got a weird head. <laughs> so when you know, we could tie it in. I'll tie it in. Tie your it favorite in. Show <laughs> when you when all those Twitch leaks happened and everything. Well, not leaks, thefts. When that all <laughs> the happened, theft, when the theft occurred. Yeah. And all the earnings for the last two years, the payouts Twitch made. Mm-hmm. I knew Critical Role was popular. I knew it was popular. I knew it was well watched. Mm-hmm. I had no idea they were making all the money in the known universe. I didn't know that either. And I knew if they were I making were money. Them, I'd be pissed that that came out because I think what it's going to do is make people feel like, well, I already know these fucks are loaded. Why would I give them even more money? I mean, that's a fair that's a fair point. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. There's that with D and D especially, it really does feel like, oh well, you know, it's just some friends. We're just mm-hmm. some friends sitting around a table playing a game. But it's like, no, this is, and I think some people have a hard time reconciling this. They are a like multimedia kind of conglomerate now. They've got that Amazon show coming out. They've got comic books. They've got, uh, uh, they're talking about a video game. You've got the Twitch thing going. Merch, like. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you talk about that $10 million that's that That's independent shown, of all of them. That's only the last two years, and that's only Twitch. Yeah. But I <laughs> do think. These people are loaded. I do think at this point, because with the, they just started, Campaign 3 started last night. And they're on a new set, and like they had a, um. A video talking about like who they brought in to like create it and they had like actual like theme park like 
people, like people who work on theme parks came and like built this and like, mm-hmm. they're kind of embracing the fact that it's like, okay, this isn't a mom and pop thing anymore. Yeah. We do actually have some money behind this. Let's not hide that anymore. And I think that well, decision. No, yeah, there's no hiding. Well, now now. you can't, but I think that decision was kind of made because it's not just an off the cuff video. It's a video with some production behind it. So it's clearly right. like, well, I think what is going to me where the problem lies is, you know, people know if you're paying attention at all, you must know they're doing well. They're clearly doing well. But I think where the problem comes in is, oh, shit, they're doing really well, really well. which is great. I'm not hating on them, but they that might end up hurting future earnings because people are going to say, well, why would I buy this merch or why would I donate this money? Why are you going to donate money? When I think is, I'm is already giving them, they're already making ungodly amounts See, of money. And and that's, to me, that's kind of the problem with the, the, the Patreon or the Twitch subscription or the donation model is, you know, whether, whether they're selling to eight, million people every week or to 20 people every week they're still selling you a unit of product and you know just no matter how much they sell you that unit of product should have a nominal value associated with it right and so it's it's weird that like i i 100 agree and we talked about this when it came out like it be it would be really interesting to see how this affects their sub numbers um but it, you know it's like it shouldn't like you you're paying because you're consuming a product well but that's also the thing you're paying because you want to right because you think you're supporting people because you're not doing it because you have to you can just watch it right you don't yeah, have to you don't, you have, don't to. have to give them a dime yeah you know and that's i mean i buy merch i have a, a one free subscription with uh, Amazon. Yeah, that's how I usually subscribe to them. It's just so I don't have to wait for the. And that's probably what a lot of people do. video on demand. And and, then, and yeah. yeah, and that's uh, that's probably and that's the dynamic with everything Twitch related or YouTube related. Right? Is you're not you don't have to give them money. Right. You're doing it because you want to for whatever your reason is. Right. Everyone yeah. is their own. Well, well it, it's like it, with their it, merch. I like their site. Enjoy the product. I like them as a company it doesn't bother me that they're making fuck tons of money yeah i'll buy some of their merch what do i fucking care i i think it does help that with campaign three starting like and they're showing hey look we're reinvesting this money like this well that's is, what i kind of appreciate it's just like no we didn't just pocket all of it right i mean they're po- they're they're, they're, pocketing they're all doing fine okay right. they're all like well that's the other funny thing i wonder i was i remember when this came out and i told bob I wonder if there's like some intern that edits videos or something and they're making like 30K a year and now they're like, what the fuck? What the hell, man? (laughs) The shit. I don't know. I I, I mean, in in there as a private business, you'll never know the Mm -hmm. internals and they, um, you know, not that they would tell you numbers, but they do seem particularly averse to uh, talking um, they yeah they don't business wanna. um so you know it, it's it's interesting but it, i it's an interesting business model because it, people have tried similar things in the past like i one of the things i think about is i go back to um in the early 2000s uh radiohead released an album 
I can't remember which one it was. In Rainbows? Was it in Rainbows? I think so. And they said, pay whatever you want. Or you could even just download it for free. And, you know, I I don't know that they ever released, like, any data on what happened with that. Um, but it, it there does seem to way, be a way to make it work. Um, but you really have to take off for it to be viable business oh, model. Yeah, I mean, I told you, I, I think I told you guys, when all those Twitch numbers came out and everything the someone ran the math on the numbers and basically less than top less than the top one percent of earners on twitch are even making minimum wage yeah now there's probably more people than that actually doing well because again those numbers don't account for paypal donations they don't account if you're selling merch or Or patreon whatever patreon Mm -hmm. right so it doesn't account for everything but just off Twitch earnings, you have less than 1% of people actually even making minimum wage. Yeah. So that's how much of a crapshoot it is. Mm-hmm. You're basically on Twitch, you're basically either filthy rich or you're poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and chances are you're just poor. Like, just like the real world, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and, and that's the thing. I, what, what, you know, what you had to consider before you go into like a, a Twitch or streaming space is that you are compete. You're not competing with the people in your town. You're competing on a global market. It's like podcast. Yeah. It's you, like, you should want to do it. You should, all the people who are successful, they're doing it because they want to. And because they're having fun, they didn't start because they were like, Oh, I'm going to fucking, it's like a get, get rich quick scheme. I don't think anyone's ever made that happen on any YouTube or Twitch or anything like that. You can't go in with the, the your first goal being like, I'm doing this to make money. There has to be a certain passion for it, and you have to work to build up your base. Not, that's not to say that some people haven't just come in and, like, well exploded. I, I think a lot about that one episode of um, that Lindsay did about the, the cake videos. Yes. And, you know, like, there's the... the the one woman who started her channel, who she really organically grew it up, and you know, eventually brought in production and right, and made but then it a the venture thing. capitalist firm came in with yeah. like a, so their own cake videos. Yeah, so if you've got capital, you can definitely break into the space. Um, but you know, you got to really wonder how much money they're really making. But you know, you're right. You got to have some passion for it. and. If you've got enough capital, you know, you can break into anything. But if you, like, let's say a great example, you talk about, um, let's talk about wrestling. Okay. Um, it only took us two hours to get there. Only, and I'm the one who brought it up. You are. Um, the, you know, you go back to Ted Turner and um, WCW. Did did Ted Turner give a shit at all about wrestling? Probably, Probably not. No, he just saw, you know, a competitive option. You know, he thought, you know, he might be, able, he's going to make I money. I can find, I can start this up. I can buy this promotion that's already going. I can add permanent content to my, t- to my schedule every single week that I own and have control over. Yep. And then, and so, well, we all know how that ended. But now you, and to be fair, this story is just that 
it's in its infancy still, but now you got Tony Khan in AEW and all the people at the top of AEW, including ownership, have a real passion for it. They want it to succeed and they're willing to put in the time and the effort, not just throw money at it. It takes a lot of money, but... It helps uh, to have football money, for yeah. sure. But, you know, so... Two football money. Yes. Yeah. Football and football. And football. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it's interesting. So you look at it, you get in, and when it comes back to, you know, YouTube or Twitch, it's like, it is, it is an impossible market. That's not to say you shouldn't do it. Like, there's a reason we still do our podcast. And thank you to, you know, our listener, Henry Cavill. Um, a great man. Who I assume is listening as he builds another. Not the another, greatest man. Not the greatest. But a great man. A great, a great man. man. Listening as he builds his next, you know, gaming PC. Yeah. I, I like to he think. he builds the muscles on his body I like more. to think he's, we're how he gets through his dehydration days. He just listens to us and. It, that that gives him the strength. He needs. The soothing sounds of our horrible voices. You know, Henry Cavill looks like an athlete. I might even go as oh, far as to say Christ. he is an athlete. <laughs> you know, not an athlete. Tom fucking Brady. Bitch never run a marathon. Never even run a half marathon. Do you know that? Oh, something on Instagram told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. Douchebag. <laughs> I wish I could be Tom Brady, <laughs> although he might be going to hell. So I'm still convinced he sold his soul. Otherwise, nothing makes sense in the world. Mm. But yeah, if you if you're interested in doing a podcast, you're interested in doing a stream, go out and do it. But be just don't go into it expecting it yeah. to be a money making endeavor. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. We do this podcast because it's fun, and uh, I get to hang out with you guys, mm-hmm. and we get to have a excuse to hang out and chat and everything. And often if, we buy food. If, <laughs> eh, for the podcast, not really, actually. Eh, but true. sometimes, sometimes, um, you know, we haven't we talked have, about food no, enough on this podcast. We, we have no expectation, though, no. that it's going to ever make money or take off. I mean, no. If you just think about time spent on it alone, we're insanely in the hole. <laughs> yes, yes, know? we are. <laughs> but. If if one day all of a sudden a thousand people were listening to it and we had sponsors or whatever, I, that'd be great. I'd chill. I'll chill. Oh, I'll I chill. chill. I have no pride. Yeah. Let's go. I always say, you know, if someone would like to advertise some right wing shenanigans, I'll chill. It's all good. I'll make it expressly known that I'm doing it for money. But yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. No one else gives a shit. Why should I? Yeah, I'm just, I just want to be comfortable as the world draw. You know, I am being paid X conclusion. amount of dollars to spout this hatred. I believe none of it, but I'm getting paid to say it. <laughs> anyway. Judge away. It'd be great if that were to happen one day. If yeah. Ben Shapiro were to call me or something and say, hey, you know, would you like to make a bunch of money to... Uh, Ruin the world? I sure would, Ben. I'm, I'm yeah. really trying to target sure this would. this one person. <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill. It's very targeted. If for... I could get through to Henry <laughs> Cavill, if I can get Hyper Henry, that's targeted. that. That's the the catalyst. But that's the way you got to look at stuff like Twitch too or YouTube. It's like if you want to go film yourself doing some horse shit or whatever because you think it's fun, you should do it. If you want to go 
play Overwatch on Twitch for six hours a night because you were going to play anyway. So you might as well stream it because you enjoy doing that. You should do it. Well, and if you have some friends that want to come in, like, yeah, I'll watch. We'll hang out in the chat and just whatever, you know. You, you can't go in thinking... I'm going to oh, be a millionaire. I'm going to quit my job and this is just going to be But a I lot of now. people do think that. Yes, That's they the do. thing. Is a lot of people think, "Oh, I'm going to be one of those people." Because I don't think people understand just the sheer amount of of folks who are doing things like that. And what it's it's not just like I would love to have like a cooking show on YouTube. I would love to be like have the audience that like Babish does, but that's never going to fucking happen. And, and that's the thing is, one, not only do you have to have something that you're bringing to the table, whether it's you're entertaining or you're really, really good at something or whatever, you not only have to have that, but then you're going to have to work hard, even though we don't traditionally think of things as like, you know, cooking or playing video games as working hard. But there's a, pro- there's a production value. But you still have value. to put the effort in. Right, exactly. And time. And then... On top of all that, you have to get extremely lucky. Yep. Yep. So it's like a bunch of things that all have to happen at the same time, and it's very unlikely. It's a lot of effort and then dumb fuck luck. You yeah. know, a lot of times the the better thing to do is to look into, you know. Running. Yes. Look into. Fan fiction. Starting like a little small business in your local community where you can actually um pursue that passion you have that you would want to do on a video at in your local community which is something that i'm bandying about you know you might are you going to be looking at making you know babish money probably not it's a side hustle but that had you know and it depends on what you want what your goals are you know to never work again and you don't ever you know you don't like there's this kind of I feel like I, I see on Reddit all the time people are like not everything has to be a hustle absolutely not it doesn't um, you should just have like hobbies there are there should be some things that are just like, hobbies I like to write yeah. I like to play d and I, I you know what it'd be great to finish a novel and sell it and you know make five dollars off of it because that's a space that it's impossible to make money in but it's just more like I get, I like doing this. Yeah, you need you need your things. You need your outlets, and they can't be everything. Can't be oh, I'm doing this solely to make money, or else your soul will die. But you need to make money too. Well, you do. Yeah. You need a job. You do. You sure. Need, you you need you need to be able. To, you need income. You need income. You need benefits. You need, to, you need health insurance. You, you know, yeah, and that's the thing, and that's the thing that worries me about like some of these people who are like. I'm going to quit my job and then put all the time into uh, into my my Twitch stream. And it's like, you better fucking be careful. You know who I look at as kind of a good kind of example of that was the We Hate Movies guys. Mm-hmm. Have I talked about this podcast with you? I don't know. It's four dudes from uh, New York. They've been doing it. I think it's on like its 12th year. And they did it as kind of a, a side thing. For probably about seven, eight years. And then they said, okay, we're actually... And they had, like, sponsors and stuff. But they were like, we're actually pulling some decent numbers. Let's set up a Patreon. See how that goes. And then they started to tour a little bit. And then it was... It got to a point 
where some of the guys were able to say, okay, I'm we're going to dedicate full time to this, but it was already a proven money-making entity. It wasn't just in year one when they had like five episodes under their belt. They didn't all go, oh, we're all going to quit our jobs. And this is just, just going to be great. It's like you can't, maybe it would have like shook out the same way, but you don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, you you Amer- especially American media loves to tell the story of you know, the the successful business person who started with like $3 in their pocket. Yeah, but those stories are always lies. They're either lies or they are such rare exceptions. You know what they are? They're You're the not stories. talking about the millions of people who failed spectacularly. It's the stories about like the millennials who are like, well, I don't know why people can't buy houses. And then you read the article and like seven paragraphs in, they're like, oh, well, we lived with our parents and they gave us like $100,000 as like right. seed money. And it's like, okay, well, that's why you were able to do that. That there, you had help, yeah. motherfucker. Well, the other funny thing is when people bring up <laughs> stuff like that, it's like, well, let me paint you a picture. In 1950... When your parents were making $75,000 a year, they bought a home that was $200,000, and now that same home is worth $2 million. Right, exactly. (laughs) Now you're making $75,000, and guess what? You're not buying any fucking $2 million You're you're not buying anything, no. (laughs) You live in a shitty apartment that you can barely afford rent on. Mm Mm-hmm. Capitalism. No, it, it, it's uh, I, I, in, and I I know I, I I tend to shit on people, or it probably seems like I'm shitting on people who who get into the Twitch space or or the YouTube space or whatever, and I'm not. I, I do want people to be successful. You think you want people to, to one to realize that YouTube is a giant faceless corporation that does yeah. not give a shit about you, and it's not you. It's not something. That it's like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go act on Broadway. It's like, okay, well, do you have any, like, prospects there? Right. What What's your plan? What Did you go to Juilliard? Right. Or do you have uh, any acting credits? Do you have, have you ever been in a Broadway show? Right. Did you even do high school theater? Right. Like, like <laughs> there's, there's shit here that um, it's not just an A to H kind of, like, Thing. you need to there's stuff in between all everything there. everything takes build up like and, and i think the best one of the best examples of that is um reading the story about chris hadfield the astronaut um that you bought me the book um and uh you know he talks about it he's like you know when i was a kid i you know i thought you know i wanted to be an astronaut and at the time there wasn't a canadian space program but you know so i looked at well, if I'm going to have any chance at this, you know, what do I got to do? And I did the first step. And then I did the second step. And then the third step. And eventually, over time, he got to the point where, um, you know, he he had an opportunity. And I think that's what people, I think that's what people don't really realize. is like, everyone who's made it has spent tons of time doing shit that they, that wasn't what they wanted to do. Right. You know, they, in and it sucks to say you have to earn your stripes, but you have to earn your stripes. As in all things, look to the challenge. Yes. Um, and it's like, you know, there are steps. 
you and you can get there. You can do things you want to do. Success isn't just going to fall in your lap overnight. No. It's just not. It's no. just not. The odds of that happening to you are are you have a better and, chance of winning the lottery. And and think about what and the other thing I think you got to think about is like okay, let's say you make it. Okay? Let's say you, well, you become, have to sustain that shit. Not only do you have to sustain it, but when you're famous YouTuber who rallies against capitalism but then buys a really nice house, you're getting scrutinized at that level too. Like it's it might seem nice to have lots of money, but do you want the scrutiny that goes with it? I don't. Hey Erica. Yes, love. I because Bob mentioned Reddit, that made me think of a funny story I haven't told you. Mm. So the night of the marathon Bob sends me a screenshot of a funny message. It was like someone talking about getting food after the what food do you get after the run? What are you doing over there, Bob? Huh? I'm listening to you intently. He's playing the game. He's always playing a game, Erica. He's here for about half the time. I know. We I should know. be happy he's here at all. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> anyway. You should be happy you have a job. <laughs> um so it was like a, it was some thread about, you know, what do you get to eat after you run a marathon or something? And someone responds and they say, oh man, I had six hot dogs today and I'm going to order Rosati's. And then under them, someone responds, you know, oh, a true runner or something like that. I think Bob thought he was just taking a screenshot of a funny message. He sent that to me and I send him back. I go, the person who the hot dogs and the Rosati's. That's your Reddit account, isn't it? I know it is, Bob. You know what? What's funny is I sent him that message. He never responded. <laughs> I don't think pizza happened that night. I think pizza no, happened. happened I made dinner night. the next night. Then I went to the grocery store and I came back and there were leavings of pizza. <laughs> My God. And I was like, he always does this to you, Erica. You leave the house <laughs> and then he orders good food. Yeah, I'm aware. And then he doesn't give you any. Oh, no, no. I had some of those left. Though. Yeah, I had. he had them all packed away like for lunch. And I was like, fuck you, uh, motherfucker. I'm having some of that pizza. He always does this. Yeah, I know. And then he wonders why he's getting looks. <laughs> Remember that time he was like, you know, I'd really been thinking about buying a phone. And, and then, then a week later, he had a phone. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that I remember that well. Good times. Those were good times. My favorite portion. Always trying to get me in trouble. My favorite portion of the podcast every time we do it. <laughs> Shit on Bob O'Clock. <laughs> the train's never late. I will, I will tell you, so since you brought it up, um, right after the marathon... I mean, I, I I certainly had a fair amount of food, but I didn't like feel super hungry. I was surprised a pizza was not ordered. Um, because one, it took forever to get people the fuck out of my house, but then two, I remember you lying in bed and you were like, you know, I had a fair amount of hot dogs, but god damn it, I want a pizza, and I was like, I'm shocked you didn't order one. Like, I'm I'm surprised hey, you're not lying I in bed with a pizza. I would just like to say, you phantomed always, out, which I appreciate. As always, I read the room. And I got the fuck out of here. Alex went into the backyard, my base. I gave him the the good old uh, Uncle Sammy, like get the fuck out, and like nobody no, listened no, to me. No, well, I went to bed. Yeah, I just went and when just... he he went to bed, and you went inside. 
and I left. I talked to I talked to your friend for a minute. And I was out of here. I came down and I was like, "Why are you people still here?" And they're like, "Oh, we're finishing our drinks." I'm like, "I repeat, why are you still here?" Did you start flicking the light switch up and down. Hey, I'm like, Bob has gone to bed. Y'all need to leave. But by the way, he didn't. No, of course he didn't. He does the thing that I do. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. It's nine. I'm going to go lie down. And then I'm up till one o'clock in the morning reading. I, I did. I did lay down, though. You did go lay down. Yes. I wasn't up long. No, really no. You up. eventually fell asleep. Yeah. But you do the same thing. You say, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And then you walk in and you're on Reddit for like two hours. I'm usually not that bad. Mm. I do it some night. Mm. There are nights where I, I hit the pillow, mm. though. And I'm, oh, no. There's always. <laughs> there's always some nights where it's like. The exhaustion catches up with you when you hit the pillow yeah. and you're just like, or you're looking at the phone and you're doing the... Or, you know, I take a big gulp of NyQuil and then... Hey, we all need our NyQuil big, nights. Then I'm like... Sometimes Ny- you need the reset. NyQuil drunk. Um, that was last night. Yeah. He came out <laughs> and he's like, he went to his, his car because apparently he keeps pretzels in his car. He comes up with a bag of pretzels and I'm like... Why aren't you asleep? And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "Oh, you, you, you took some Nyquil a little while ago, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Go fucking lie down." Why are the pretzels in the car? So that I have pretzels at the end of my run. See, because Bob doesn't understand that if something isn't sitting out on the counter, it, it's it's put away. It still exists. You see, it's not that the house eats it. You can put something away and still be able to find it for later. But if I'm that is a confusing concept. It is. It's tough. I'm at my running club. Oh, I I don't think there's anything wrong with you keeping some snacks that you don't want anybody else touching in your car. Just say that's what it is. (laughs) You don't want me eating your pretzels, which could also be achieved by saying, "Hey, I bought these for myself. Please don't eat them." See, I don't have to do that because again, I just have to put something away and then it's just lost to you. I have no idea where those vanilla wafers are that I bought the other day. I will. If it is not at eye level, it's gone. In the, in the fridge. If it's not at eye level and it's behind something, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I know other men with that issue. You're like, oh, I, I don't see this. And you'll go up to the fridge and you'll be like, like, like the fuck you're stupid. Oh, I can't find anything for dinner. Oh, like, okay, let's get on Grubhub here. <laughs> You know, this is Bob now, Erica, like today. Imagine yourself 20 years from now or 30 years from now. And Bob's like, Erica, where the fuck is the beer? Look down three inches. Oh, okay. You mean, you mean like in 10 years? When I'm on the cover of Trail Runner magazine. Oh, you sweet summer <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I would like to let you know, Bob, it's generally a bad sign if the person who's supposed to encourage you no matter what starts laughing at your prospects i mean i don't know this publication is it like a truth or pamphlet type situation is this an easy thing to get on the cover of maybe i laughed too soon 
Maybe. Okay, for the love of Christ, you are an adult man. You can hold it in until you go to bed and just torture me with it. Not our poor guests and our poor listener. Henry Cavill doesn't need to listen to you farting on the podcast. I apologize. Henry Cavill. <laughs> what a monster. Oh, okay. I, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't even get into running until their mid thirties. So, you know, I, I Erica, my prospects are strong. Maybe this is one of these magazines that you actually pay to put yourself on the cover. Oh, like of. those poetry collections when so, you were like in high school. In which case, or the who's who of high schoolers, and your parents had to pay to get you in the book. In which case, his prospects of being on it are very likely. And I can also tell you how this conversation will go. <laughs> oh, Erica, the Trail Runners fucking magazine. That's you know, the name. Trail I Runners found out, magazine. I found out they'll put you on the cover for only $5,000. Like, wasn't that a great idea? And you'd be like, uh, uh, uh-huh, yeah, great idea, it's Bob. It's already happened. And he'd, take <laughs> that, down. and he'd take that as you actually say yes. Oh, you know, honey, if you think that's a great idea, you should go right ahead. Don't say that, Erica. Don't say that. So the uh, the sarcastic, yeah, go ahead and buy the car. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you feel is right. <laughs> that's that's a dangerous game. <laughs> Especially with Bob, because he'll take that as a real. Because yes. there's there's a few ways you could get into trouble with that one. Oh my god. And plus you can't even really get that upset at that point because you did kind of say yes, even though it was heavily implied that you said no. Right. Well, but you didn't some actually people, say no. Some people have a hard time uh, uh realizing when I'm being sincere as well. And because apparently I'm just very sarcastic constantly. So it's, it's a problem. <laughs> uh so yeah, there there's a lot of issues there. Just because <laughs> I have decided a complete lack of self control to endeavor on athletic pursuits. Like what? Could you name one? <laughs> Hurtful. Hurtful. Hey, I resisted. I resisted the urge to spend like 45 minutes talking about the Chicago Marathon on this podcast. I mean, we could. I'm going to go upstairs, Erica though. Erica will go to bed. That. Yeah, because, yeah. As I am a kind soul, I will do this if you would like. No, no, no. It's all right. What? what? I, I... No, that reverse shit isn't going to work. No, then we're not going to talk about it. Do we have anything else to talk about? What? <laughs> I Let me let me just ask you. If you could just give me the bullet points. Okay. Yes. What would one even talk about? Like... You ran. Mm-hmm. You didn't fall apart. The bad knee didn't give out. Yes. You didn't get tired enough where you uh-huh. wanted to stop. Right. You dodged a woman who bent over to pick up her cell phone. You should have kicked her in the <laughs> Who ass. you should have just full-on shoulder tackled. Yeah, but then I would have went down too and... Not if you had good balance. Yeah, maybe. The ass kicking's a better idea, I'm telling you. It's and true. it looks better on video. That's it's fair. It's very manly. That's fair. It's a way to get your masculine energy out. No, I mean, I, I, to your point, is there really a ton to talk about? If this were, yes. if if there was a, if this were a running podcast, 
um, you know, maybe we like go through mile by mile and say, how was I feeling? What adjustments did I make? Stuff like that. But even on a running podcast, I mean, really all your, it's basically just, you know, it was really hot and humid that day. I had to, you know, alter my expectations of how I was going to do in the race. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought I was going to run closer to four and a half hours or better. Um, ended up running four fifty eight fifty eight, so I still stayed under five hours, which I was really happy with. Um, it was harder than um, anything else I've ever done. Um, That's not surprising, including Alaska. I'd say it was harder than that. Well, uh, sure, because in Alaska you have the bike helping you. You have the bike, and you have all fucking day. You know, and we took rest stops, and you're not actually racing, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's not much, there really isn't too much to talk about, um, unless you're like a running nerd who wants to know like the specifics, but it's really cool. Um, anyone who has an interest in doing it, I'd recommend it. Um, the crowd was really cool. Um, and, uh, the route is nice. Like it's a really cool tour of the city. I, I will give it. The, it really is, um, and uh, you know it's and it's something that it's something that you know someone who's rich just can't say you know spend a bunch of money and say they're running a marathon. That's it's something that you know no one can take from you. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. I think I think you're right. It's a cool way to kind of run around and see the city, and you got to do something. You know, it's good to look around and see things while you're running endlessly. <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it it's cool. Um, it takes an enormous amount of preparation, preparation, stamina, uh, stamina, and and discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you can't miss your training days. You know, you can you can miss maybe a handful over your three months of training. Um. But that's it. Like, you really got to stick to it. And you do need, um, you know, wonderful support system at home, too. You know, someone who can take the baby in the morning and let you go to your running club. Boo! Pandering! Is it working? No. Damn. Shit. Love you, too, babe. (laughs) But, you know, I I think, you know, it's worth it for me, and I think it was worth it to me and um you know i think uh you know i have another marathon coming up um at the beginning of january and i would you know i'm interested in keeping going i think there's a lot of people who they finish their their marathon and they say okay i did it never doing this again what's next like is there something you could take the skills you've developed and moved into a sport or something You were really excited. Did you see the look on his face? <laughs> you were so excited, and then he dashed your hopes like the monster that he is. <laughs> I got an Alex Pop. Yay! <laughs> wow. You don't usually get to see joy dashed 
like that. <laughs> that was that was masterful. <laughs> oh my god. You know, Erica, everyone has a skill. <laughs> and I think everyone knows mine's being a huge asshole. <laughs> and on that note. I do completely agree with you, though, Bob. I do think more people should run marathons and, uh, you know, particularly if they're not athletic or inclined to be in sports anyway. So, wow. So hateful. So hateful. I, on, a, on, a, on a semi-serious note, um, you know, I got into, I got into running um, kind of – to take my mind off of shit that was going on um, with our daughter at the time. And it was very effective at that. And it kind of, you know, kind of naturally grew out of there. And, you know, if you're somebody who's having, you know, just a hard time or, um, you know, you just need something to occupy your mind, it it is effective. And, you know, if you can't run for whatever reason, um you know, there uh, cardio in general, like you, you get on a bike or you go swim. I will say I, I'm doing a couch to 5K thing right now. And, you know, I hadn't run since high school and it's torturous and I fucking hate it. But it's nice to be like, oh, I can kind of do this. But see, I listen to uh, uh, see what distracts me from everything is I have music on. And I get that theme from Wonder Woman from the fucking uh, Batman v Superman clone Dawn of Justice. And all I can think is what a waste of everyone involved in this movie. (laughs) And that's what I think about as I run. You know, it really sucks when you just like were being a big asshole. And then someone (laughs) goes like... Something really sincere. Someone goes like super sincere. And oh, you know, this really helped me during a tough time. It's almost like he knew what he was doing. And uh, Alex, you're a big fucking prick. <laughs> I mean, that's our brand, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's just it's just a progressive like uh, a progressive series of how can you make some uh, the other person feel <laughs> more shitty <laughs> and pop Erica I, I, at the same I time. Feel, I feel I already won that game. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to work harder than this. <laughs> <laughs> I got Erica, and really, what else matters? Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, I got true. you right back, though, you, man. You that got her. That was good tonight. Oh my god! All right. On that note, there we go. I've, I've said it like several times. Try to get it to take. Yeah, but I finished. The <laughs> I podcast, know you did, not right? you, So you're stuck. <laughs> I mean, I guess you theoretically could. Get I could up just and walk get away. up and go upstairs and do what but I need to do. But you have yeah. more class than that. I do. I do. As a sportsman, sportswoman <laughs> yourself. <laughs> On that note, uh, thanks for being here in your own home and hug me. Hold me tight.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>